What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Game for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, Raider Nation in the house. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. New, 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 new world order. In full effect. All right. Shout out to you. That's Appreciate y'all for being here. This is a slow Tuesday for Coach. It's going to be really slow. No, no Taco Tuesday or gorditas in the house. No, no, no mud sharks. No, nothing. All right. We're just going to chill out today. I'm chilling. Let's chill. Let's settle down. All right. We already singing in here. This is going to be a great show today. Uh, Taco Tuesday in the building. And uh, today we're talking about the booty popping senator, Tierra Mack, state senator of Rhode Island in the building. Rhode Island is hood. Y'all don't know, man. The Northeast is hood, by the way. I mean, y'all think the Northeast is all quiet and quaint. Y'all think it's Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> Greenwich. Y'all think it's like Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, when you go to the Northeast of the United States of America, it's hood. All right, it's hood. I got money. It is definitely hood out there. Y'all go out there and these places, y'all be like, oh, I'm going to go to the perfect lands of Connecticut. I'm going to go to Rhode Island and it's going to be perfect. All right. The Northeast is hood. Providence, Hartford, Bridgeport, uh, you know, all of these places. New Haven. These places be hood. <laughs> right. Y'all don't even know. Y'all think it's all it's ghetto up there, bro. It's ghetto. You you leave New York. You're like, oh, we're in Connecticut. Oh, we'll be in Rhode Island. We'll be in Massachusetts. Ghetto. <laughs> the Northeast is hood. The only time you don't get to hood is when your ass get out past New England going into New Hampshire and Vermont, all right? And it's a lot of tree hugger and barefoot walking women around there. Shout out to those women up there, all right? And they hate each other. Did y'all know New New, New Hampshire and, and, and Vermont people hate each other? They be like, oh, you must be from New Hampshire. That's what Vermont people be like, oh, the New Hampshire people. I'm like, nobody care about neither of y'all. <laughs> and that's you. Nobody even know y'all in the United States. Nobody even knows which 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 state is which like put it on the map which one's new hampshire and which one's vermont you'd be like <laughs> what which one like i can't even yeah them women got hairy legs bare feet no toenail polish you know what i mean tree hugging hippies shout out to vermont <laughs> mm. all right anyway man you know i love the this states I love the diss states you know states are easy to diss and i know it's kind of like when wrestlers get up in up there and be like Detroit's trash, you know, and the wrestling fans, boo, you know, it's an easy pop. It's an easy boo, you know what I mean? Because the people who are from there are going to boo me. Boo, don't talk about my city. <laughs> all right, so anyway, shout out to all the uh, pale porcelain pale skin, all right, hairy-legged women in Vermont and New Hampshire. All right, so anyway, man, we got a great show. The booty-popping senator from Rhode Island is out here doing the triple-double down. Guys, you thought you could keep women in check and modern women. I, I, I've told your asses to leave the community immediately. There's a lot of missing men in the community. These people need fathers. We're going to talk about women getting flown in by successful men only to get either dissed, pumped and dumped, or whatever they did. Some women are celebrating. They're out here telling the world they're getting flewed out. All right, flewed out. And they're telling the rules about flying women out, which to me just doesn't make no sense. I'm like, how are you flying somebody out? Like, where do you live? You got to be like, I'm going to fly you from here to there. Listen, there's levels to this ish. I mean, I don't understand everything. 
I don't have to understand it. Maybe if I try it, you know what I mean? I don't know. But I'm like, there's just too many people where you at. But uh, people are getting flued out. And we're going to talk about those. Somebody suggested it. And I found a couple of videos. This one person got flued out and they got the um, they, they got the surprise of their life. All right. So we're also going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you're putting the legacy, your legacy in women's hands. We're going to talk about this idea of you. Um, you know, having kids, how many kids are in co-parent situations. We're going to give you the statistics about that. We're going to talk about how many men um, put their legacy in a woman's hands and then only to have that person. Now you're in a custodial uh, arrangement. You're in a custody agreement. And then men who get killed or deleted, deleted during a custody exchange. All right. How 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 common that is. All right, so we're going to get into that. But, but before we do, before we do. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> uh, dollar sign CGA Live is how you contribute on the cash is app. All right, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams is how you participate on PayPal. If you want to make a contribution to the show, if you want to hear your, let your voice be heard. Remember, this is the edutainment program. This is the best edutainment program here on YouTube. All right, we give the edutainment. We call it, we give the education to men because where else are you getting this education? All right, you single mother raised men, you pee sitting down men. Where else are you getting this education? Your father wasn't there. Or if he was, he was a weak, jelly back, yellow back, spineless man. He never really gave you the real. The uncle that they told you not to listen to. I got money. He was trying to put the real on you. And they was like, get away from Uncle Earl. Get away from Uncle Earl. Don't listen to Uncle Earl. Don't be like Uncle Earl. And Uncle Earl, I got money. he was getting them girls. He's still getting the girls. All right, to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun. And show me what you're working with. All right, but uh, you're not getting this education. You're not getting this amount of entertainment. Your brother sings on here. All right, I put on a big 1980s. You know, I told you how to wine and dine the white women, older white women. We, we gave you a whole thing yesterday for you cougar chasers out here. I got the experience. Pull out that bottle of wine and put on that George Michael. Oh, 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 yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, we sang around here. I don't sing. I don't sing. You know, we sang. We tell you how to do it, man. You know, I'm not a dating coach or anything, but, you know, people be thinking I'm here like a virgin over here. They're like, he's a virgin incel. We're going to put up our incel chart today. CDA don't get none. And nobody like that old milk dud head, bald headed, gray bearded, sawed off, little shotgun ass, narcissist, tyrant, coach. Coach Alini over here. Put it right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, at ease, sir. Get that damn stomach in. Chest out. Be a man. Get them shoulders back. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that double CD is coming out, bro. Yes, we won't put that double CD out. I was going to have, you know what? I have a producer friend out here. He does some content, too. I have a couple of producer friends, man. We need to get the CD out for the winter. We need to get that CD out. We're going to have the wine and dine old white cougars. We're going to talk to you how to uh, put that old uh, raggedy trap hip-hop music on to uh, mess with Straggle Daggles. You know, Straggle Daggles love you to put on. This woman's going to talk about it. I got a great video of a young woman talking about how she deal with hood, hood ninjas. And then she went to this doctor. Doctor flew her out. And she didn't know what to do. She was like, well, I'm not used to being treated nice. <laughs> what is this? You know, when I, when I mess with hood ninjas and dudes are upgrading these women. Flying them out first class. No. Oh. Anyway, dollar sign CGA live. Let's get to the earlier contributors to this show. Upgrading these people for no damn reason. Now I know. Listen, a fistful of 20s is one thing, but upgrading them. 
can't stop upgrading these dudes. Uh, last night, somebody says, we're going to call you Gons. Uh, we were talking about rappers don't have, um, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no second generation rappers. And then everybody came to the aid caping for some people we never heard of. All right. They even go platinum or double platinum. But he says E40 son Droop E is also out there and relevant. Never heard of them. But what we are saying is, did they go platinum? Did their second generation rappers that go uh, platinum and double platinum? And it's not the case. And the point that I was making was many of these rappers attain high levels of success, but they don't encourage their sons and particularly their daughters to pursue that um, as an avenue. And they educate their kids and they keep them away from all the very same music that they were promoting to you. Um, it's kind of like Cardi B. She put the WAP song out and then there's a video of her when the WAP song's playing and during her live stream and then her daughter comes out, who's probably too young to even understand what the music means, she censored herself. She was like, oh, no, I don't want my daughter listening to this. I mean, so you're like, mm. but there's videos of little kids in parades dancing the WAP. Like the irony of it. So that's the irony of hip hop. And I still made it alive here. New, 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 new right? They didn't come into the crib middle of the night. You know who? <laughs> right. All right, Elijah Bryan says, remember, coach, it is the men that sexualize women. <laughs> They're just objectifying us. Remember those days? Or do they still blame for men for objectifying women? I mean, I can't even believe they could do such a thing now. Women openly objectify themselves. And I used to make videos in 2019 that were obviously censored. I used to say women want to objectify themselves. Like, they, that's what they want to do. That's their natural state. But the irony of it is um, in, in order to compete, They've gone to great lengths to objectify themselves. And now when they do it, they can do it under their own protection, right? Or they can say, how are you sexualizing this? Right? They do this when they do this to children. How are you sexualizing this piece of jail bait that we're going to parade around in, in a um, Catholic schoolgirl outfit? Oh, how dare you? <laughs> They'd be like, how dare, how dare you? you sexualize a young woman like that? But she can do it. She can dance and twerk and spin and flip her hair. She can do all of these things. She can. I once watched a Taylor Swift video where they she's singing and they they drop like a bucket of water on her. And this was when she was underage. Taylor Swift asked me why I was watching the video. Well, my daughter was a fan. But I was watching the video. I was like, let me make sure. This is exactly what you want to be watching. But anyway, but they dropped a bucket of water and she was wearing a white tank top. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh, boy, I'm conflicted. <laughs> let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find that video. I was like, I'm watching it. All the kids are watching it. The fathers with their daughters are like. Oh. Then she comes out. Long back then and all that with a white tank top, bird chested and everything. You know what I mean? With them itty bitty titty committee. And then she came out and they dropped the water on her and I'm watching. I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? Mm. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, man. I was like, yo, where am I at? <laughs> Let me see here. Taylor Swift. Um, ew, I, can, I don't even know how you look something up like that. What doused in water, water at a concert? I don't even know you. I was like, "What is this?" 
Let me see if they, they let me see if they have an image of it at least. Yeah, I was conf- oh well, it's not a white tank top, but it's neither here or there. So this is what it is. It, it, just so just so you want it, just so you can see what I'm talking about. Just so you can see what I'm talking about. I'm gonna show you exactly what I was talking about. Here it is, right here. So th- you can see the picture. So this is what I was describing right here. So she's in a very flimsy black dress. Do you see what I'm talking about right here? <laughs> All right. So I'm watching the show and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? So do you see what I'm talking about? And I'm looking at the show. I'm looking at the concert. Like, uh, is anybody going to tell? <laughs> I'm watching the show. Like, honey, um, close your eyes for a second. Daddy. I, I need to investigate what's going on here. Right? They're going to be at my school. They're going to be at my door. Uh, Coach Greg, we're going to have to talk to you about today. What? I'm like, you've been the one put it out there. I was like, this is not a concert anymore. This is turned into a amateur strip show. Mm. All right. Uh, for the people that are saying Taylor Swift might be, mm, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what you, I don't know what to say, but she was of age. She was of age at the time. Chris Hansen, they were like, coach, uh, would you sit down here? I'm like, the show was on public access. Um, Let's get into the contributors to the show. We're having fun here. You know who left? They're like, see, we told you he's a metaphile. <laughs> he's a meta. I told you he's a meta, meta, metatarsal. He's a pterodactyl. I don't know what they call it now. I'm like, you don't be mad at me. Millions of people watch that show. <laughs> Chris Hansen. Um, anyway. Okay, I can't even. I'm not going to get into if it's a, a real female or not. But uh, we're going to get into the show. We've started off already reckless. This is this type of show. We've already ta- we're starting reckless already. XL Pro Services says they want power without accountability. Um, XL Pro Services, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. But the the but the problem is we gave them the power. I've got the power, guys. It's over. I just hate to say it. I'm not gonna doom and gloom you guys. I I hate to doom and gloom you, but it's over. You guys already messed up. You can blame the baby boomers and the Generation Xers for that. You guys messed up. And there are still men who are caping for these people. And I'm just going to say, enjoy the burn. It's it's over. You're not pulling them back. They'll triple and double down, double down in the Jezebel spirit. And they'll be like, I ain't doing nothing wrong. And they'll blame you. How dare you watch Taylor Swift getting drowned in a, a piece of lingerie? How dare you watch it and sexualize her and objectify her? How dare you objectify me twerking on the beach? Is she, we're going to listen to the triple double down. It's about it's a rap. And it's a rap in the sense of society will still go along, but the old days aren't coming back. All right. What, what, what did Rick Bettino say? Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Well, the, 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 the point of it is, is, for the people who want these kind of, you know, traditional stable relationships, like most of you guys will not get it. 
you're some guys will get it and they'll have to give up the ghost. That means they have to go into some sort of equal partnership in some sort of situation where they're handpacked. And then there are going to be a small percentage of men that are going to dominate the concubines out here. All right. And they'll have their fun with the harems and they'll have the guys watch when we get to the flight, the women getting flown in. Just watch, man. You're going. How are you going to compete out here now? John says, Coach Gang, former Nasty Boy checking in. All right, shout out to the Nasty Boys, and he's a former one, so he didn't, he didn't, he didn't leveled up his game. All right, Pulse Nut Clarity, he's honoring Pulse Nut Clarity now, which is very much a level of manhood that most men really don't achieve. You know, I, I have to say that. And then if you look at the status of how most American women actually are, you know, most of us have to settle that. Like we have to. We have to lower our standards in terms of what we want. If we want to have anything sexually, we have to lower our standards significantly. I know women are like, I don't want to lower my standards. Like dealing with you is lowering my standards. All right. And no, most men don't realize it until they bust. So this is what we educate men. Ladies, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, minimize you. I'm trying to educate men as to what's really going to happen um, when they lower their standards. We try to encourage men not to mess around with low-hanging fruit. And uh, I know women think they're all that. You ever see their dating profiles? One of one, one in a million. I'm the best of the best. There's nobody like me. And you're like, there's thousands of you on this app. If you miss me, you miss the best. <laughs> you start seeing stuff like, do they honestly believe this narcissism? Do they believe what they're peddling to you? One of one, I'm the one, diamond in the rough. If you miss, if you ain't have one like me, you're going to miss you. Your whole life is going to be in shambles. And they're marketing themselves to thousands of men. With hundreds of thousands of women on the app. Make that make sense. <laughs> if you can't have me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And you're sitting there like, how do you wake up in the morning? Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Because I'm looking at you and you're not that good. Like you're not even hotter than average, right? You're not even the hotter. You're not even the hotter than average. Girl. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. Like that girl right there, she looked like Eddie Monster's sister. You know what I mean? Like, now she foldable. She foldable. You know what I mean? Like, she has qualities that I would mess with her. You know what I mean? I would call her over. I would be like, okay, long hanging. For, okay, I'll bring you. You know what I mean? I know there was hundreds of guys that would pipe you down, but you chose me tonight. So just come on through it. You know, after I'm done, just don't annoy me. But then she starts, I'm hotter than average, and I deserve this. I'm a princess, queen, best mentality. And you're sitting there like. And then they be single as hell. They don't really have, they really don't have what they're asking for. I deserve an insanely rich guy. Well, where he at, though? Where is he? Do you have him? Well, do you have the possibility of having him? It, this is the this is the insanity that men have to deal with. This constant salesmanship of how good they are. You ain't never had a woman like me, and you're like, I'm different. Why is why he says Morticia's sister? She looked like Wednesday Adams out in this month. I'm like hotter than average. 
take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. Man, I'm telling you, but I, and for the ladies that listen to me, you know what I mean? I know you guys listen to me and you're like, this is so untrue. Where does he find these clips? He only focuses on the ratchet. This is what men hear like 99 out of 10 times from you. This is what we hear. And then you be walking around looking like a roly poly and you like, I'm just like, if can we bring it down? Can we tamp it down? I know men aren't perfect. Can we bring the narcissism down just a bit? The psychosis, can we bring it, bring it down and let's meet in the middle? You know what I mean? And shout out to the married women who watch me. All I got to ask you is, where is? Yeah, where he at? Your husband allows you to watch me? Where is? Yeah, where they at? <laughs> Right. All right. We're supposed to be into the show. This is a podcast. So don't say I'm wasting time. You already see how my podcast work. Like if you want short form videos, there's like 18,000 channels with Coach Greg Adams. You can watch 10 minute videos and get this information. We chilling over here. All right. Some of you guys are working on the real world. You slaving away. You at your corporate desk. You didn't put your handcuff on. You was like, here I am at my corporate job. Handcuff. Handcuff to my desk. All right. Perhaps I'll listen to annoying people. You know what I mean? I'll I'll tap away at my keyboard, act like I'm working all day, listening to CGA. Some of you guys delivering Amazon packages, listening to CGA. This is this is literally a podcast for you to chill. <laughs> he said, Coach, waste as much time as you want. We love you, pause. It is what it is, man. This is not a 10-minute segment. Give me the answer. This is hot air. Go take your ass somewhere else. Man, I don't care about you. <laughs> all right. All right, anyway, shout out to Dr. AMG in the building. He says, paying my respects. Shout out I to you. Money. All right, and then a couple more, and I'm going to, I promise I'll get into the show. Turning the tassel says, Russ W, Governor Sierra. Oh, Russell Wilson gave Sierra the scissors. No, he says, no 304s see her as last hope. I'm thinking you saying, I don't know if you say gave her. I think you say, he should give her the scissors and he knows 304 see her at as a uh, last hope. Oh, three. Oh, modern women see Sierra as the last hope, meaning that they're hoping that a, they'll get a Russell Wilson guys, man, boy, the dynamics, the numbers don't work out that way. The real fit style is in the building, man. Shout out to you. Longtime coach gang member. Okay, man, I really got to get into the show. We'll come back to PayPal in a minute. I got to uh, erase my history with the Taylor Swift uh, shower video. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take that down. Uh, let's talk about um, women getting flown out. How about we do that? Then we'll get into Sierra, Tierra Mac, Tierra Mac. Uh, women getting flown out by successful men and rappers. Uh, we're going to show you a couple of videos. Guys, let's show you the incel chart. <laughs> right? So people want to call you incels. Uh, people look at this type of stuff right here and they say, well, only incels believe in stuff like this um, in which, you know, everybody should have an equal opportunity at other people if everybody was kind of on the same wavelength. And uh, unfortunately, you have a lot of women that want to upgrade. They want to level up and they think they deserve an insanely rich guy and they think they deserve X, Y, and Z. But unfortunately, 90% of women think that they deserve top tier men. And unfortunately, now in the marketplace, since there's an open sexual digital revolution, 
top tier men do fornicate with low hanging fruit. I mean, that's going to be the problem that people have. I know people don't believe that. And they don't, they think top tier men have high standards for women, but they don't. And, um, top tier men will go down and dip, dip, dive and so socialize and clean out your ears and open up your eyes and, and they'll go all the way down to the bottom. All right. We've seen, we've seen this before. We've seen big time entertainers, rappers, they'll go right down to the bottom and get them an easy piece of peace. Right. So, um, that on that side, if you want to have a criticism for this, you can criticize the men. You know, we can blame the women all we want, but you got to criticize the men and go, well, you kind of messing things up. But it's not even fair to criticize them because they're like, hey, bro, step your game up. And you're like, why should I step my game up for that? I should be able to run through them, too. <laughs> right. So and then the women are like, why are you treating me like a piece of meat? But the reality is top tier men will dip down into the cesspool of the lower hanging fruit. And this guys, again, kings, monarchies, politicians have been doing this for centuries and decades and millennials. This is the idea of a harem and a concubine. Matter of fact, most people's harems were attractive women, but, but this was the idea of the peons. This was the idea of the king come down. All right, come here, fair maiden. And then he brings her right into the castle. The little prince comes in. Oh, father, what have you done for me? What have you brought? This is a treat. You know what I mean? And then she comes in, the royal penis is clean. And then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people have been banging the help for a long time. People have been knocking up their maids. Matter of fact, if you look up, I mean, obviously, you know, the story of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, if you saw the maid, did you see the picture of the maid? Dude, dudes have been getting, letting off some steam, getting that venom out on low hanging fruit for a long time because it's simply easy. It's simply easy. There's a story in Che Guevara's book who a lot of communist revolutionaries, you know, they look up to him and um, or anti-communist. I don't even know uh, on what side you would want to be on, but some black people identify as, the, you know, in the 90s. Oh, Che Guevara. But if you read the book early on in the first early chapters, he talks about him being a teenager and him taking advantage of the help. Right. And so in the first early chapter, it's a thick book. I read it. I was like snoozing as I was reading it. But in the first few chapters, I can't tell you what chapter specifically. There's chapters in which they he would admit, which would today would be graping them like that would be a full out assault. But there he said he'd be hanging out with his friends and they would go take the maid. Put their maid's face in the pillow. Bus and then keep on going. Tell her to get back to work. Right. It's, it's what it is. And so people have men, high status men or men in general will go down to the bottom of the barrel just for a little bit of getting that venom out. So we cannot. It's one of those dynamics where you can call these men simps or call these men down bad or whatever it is. But it is what it is. Somebody says, yep, read that book, too. So it's, it's in the book. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger is another example. So here's the deal. Let's go ahead here. Um, let's go here here. He said the good old days. Wow. Uh, here it is. Uh, where in, in the modern dating pool, lower hanging fruit will still attain, try to attain a seven, eight, nine on the men's side. And they will get that man in her grasp for about an hour or at least a day. And then she'll even at that particular point, she'll set her. Well, this is the this is the lowest that I'll go. Now, this isn't all women, but this is a very general idea of how the dating marketplace works. Let's show you a couple of women here. And there used to be back in the day, women that understood 
being discreet. So when you were treated like a concubine, when you were treated like a woman in the night, you would actually be discreet about it. Now they're not so much discreet. And you have young women like this um, 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 telling about her experience. It says right here, a rapper flew me out and sent me back. All right. Of course, because then she came in. Um, she's explaining her, as you can see, this is not a, a ugly young woman here and women need fathers. This is without a doubt. Uh, we live in a culture where women have not had fathers and they're trying to figure out life going through life. Uh, you know, women tend to know it all. That's one of their, that's one of the crippling things about them It's because they know it all, but they just can't quite execute it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. <laughs> let me discover. <laughs> I got to discuss this. Because they always know, oh, this is what I would do if I had a house. I would put in a pool. I would put in this. They always tell you what they would do and what they could, uh, what they should do or what you should do. You should do this and you should do that. And then you're looking at them like, okay, um, have you done that? And you, they'd be like, nope. They have no, I can make you a millionaire. And you're looking at How are you going to make me a millionaire? Well, I would do this and I would do that and I would do this and I would do that. Okay, have you done that? Nope. They can't quite execute it. <laughs> isn't that isn't that interesting? They always telling you what to do, and then they live in the bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? They barely making it. Like, what does that mean? And of course, they'll say we're discriminated against oppression. You hate women. <laughs> they be in super duper debt. They got zero investment. They can't come up with five hundred dollars cash. But they're going to tell you what to do with your house. Oh, you should put a pool. You should put this type of drapery in. I'll come in and interior decorate the entire thing. I'll put this and this and this and this. You're like, let me see your house. Let me see what you did with your damn house. Mm. Nothing. You ain't got no house. <laughs> All right, hold up for a second. Uh, I know, man, and I understand what's going on. It's quite frustrating to hear these things. They'll give you career advice. You know what I would do with my career. If I had your career, you know what I would do? What? I can't wait to hear this. I can't wait to hear your career advice. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> anyway, look at this beautiful young thing right here. Mm. Yeah, she foldable, bro. Collarbone and all. I'm telling you, man, the collarbone is a win-win-win for me. But listen to this woman. So, so you're you're a regular guy. You're trying to get a young woman like this. You're a young man. You're you're trying to get out the blocks. You're trying to learn who you are as a man. You're trying to build yourself up. And you're like, I want a woman like this. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. And here she is. Here she is. Um, she's got dishes all on her. Uh, she's got plastic dishes all on her electric stove. She got unpacked groceries or trash. She got her Swiffer mop right in the background, and she got her Gucci purse in the back. Mm. All right, and so here you go. <laughs> She's upset about life because, because I'm not happy. She wants it all. <laughs> and we're just going to play a short segment of hers, and she's going to talk about her disappointment about her relationship with a man who she only knew, I believe, on the internet or something, and the man flew her out and sent her ass backpacking. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to you. And I want you to listen for the telltale sign of straggle daggle. There's going to be a telltale sign of straggle daggle in this video, and I'm not dissing her, but I will say I will invoke my fair use privileges 
we can use this. Wait a minute. I got to do it here. Sorry. I got to do it because, you know, these people come over. You're harassing me. I'm not harassing you. I was describing you. All right. I was just giving you a basic description. All right. When I describe you, it's not harassment. I'm able to describe what I'm looking at. So anyway, let's go ahead and do this. Hey, excerpts of copyrighted material may under certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching and research without the need for permission for from or payment to the copyright holder. All right. Anyway, we don't owe you no money. But if you do want to come over and do monkey double backflips all over coach, maybe Vegas is your destination next. Mm. <laughs> all right. I don't know. I do want to see what her feet look like anyway. Let's get in here. She mad. Ladies, why so mad? Boy, life is rough. Look at that. She's all pensive. Her eyebrows are all furled up. Man, relax, baby. You got too much stress in your life. All right, let's get into this. The telltale sign of straggle will be there. By Miles, the way that he's treating me, I'm not going to tolerate that because I already know how people actually will treat me. Whose daughter is this, bruh? Whose daughter is this? This is somebody's teenage daughter acting like she know what the hell going on, being flown the hell out. Let's go ahead and listen. And I used to always go back to like Miles like all the time because like, you know, like he was my first love. So I was like, there's no one else that I can like love like that. But this other person that I was in a relationship with shows me completely different. Like if I get mad, he does not let me stay mad. He is like, oh, get over did y'all hear it? The telltale of straggle did show up. Let's go ahead and continue. What do you want to eat? Okay, if he does something wrong, he's okay to apologize. I'm okay to apologize. The, the the expression is so mutual. My friend even made a comment saying, like, my friend Obama, she was like, I see you in this person. He was like, I see you. She was like, I see you and him. Like, y'all, every time y'all see each other, y'all just, like, are, like, attacking you. She already got tattoos. Damn, boy, they really messed themselves up. Uh, body mutilation is a real big thing, man. You can't be like this and do this that early in life. That's that's just a shame. Continuing in. The telltale a straggle. That smoke detector. So let's make that. Let's just, just shout out to Kevin Samuels. All right. He would always point this out. How in the world are you strong and independent, but you can't you can live with that damn chirping in the background? You're supposed to change the battery. But I'm assuming the battery's a little bit too high and you ain't got no man to change the battery. See, if a man lived there, he would not be able to live through that damn chirping. I would be like, what the hell? But like Kevin Samuels will say is you don't even hear it, do you? You don't even hear it. And then that one woman, he was like, she was like, hear what? And he was like, wait a minute. And then it chirped. And he, he was like, did you hear that? And she was like, hear what? She literally recording herself with that damn chirping and she don't even hear it. The tilt, she ain't got no ladder, no step ladder, no nothing, no daddy, no nothing. Her mama lived through that chirping. She lives through that chirping. They immune to the chirp. <laughs> but you and Miles, I've never seen y'all kiss, like, ever. She flatbacked it, though. because he's not an emotional person, which is fine. What she's saying he's is irrelevant at this point. I, like, I know kind of, like, what I want. And I'm willing to go back to someone that I have, like, comfort with. And, you know, imagine having to listen to this person. Good Lord. Like make it work with them. And her clock ain't even the right time. But I can't. It's like one, you're not even expressing to me like what I know I'm capable there it of is. receiving from a person. 
And on top of that, all you're doing is like some grimy, nasty, rotten shit to me. I was like, okay, cool. So you do have like a baby. And mind you, this dude got mad at me because like I had a fake person pretend to call me and then told him it was a joke when before. I don't even know what she's talking about. What was even the point of me showing her? She got flown out and she disappointed. Hey, uh, ladies, you're your own worst enemy. If I look like that, <laughs> what are we talking about? If I look like that, I would literally, look, Mother Nature came over and sprinkled dust. All right, laid your ass flat and was like, sprinkle me. Sprinkle me. <laughs> right? He hit her. Mother Nature hit her with the E-40. And then you kept talking. Why, why do you keep talking? Why do you even open your mouth? I would just be sitting there like this and letting this ring in the background. That's what I would do. But no, she want to keep talking as if that's your that's your advantage. That's your selling point. Ooh, just be quiet. Just sit there. Nobody even want to hear anything you talking about. I didn't even know the point of where she messed up. The damn smoke alarm was distracting me. All right, next person up. All right, next person up. Talking is not your strong suit. I'm not, this is, seems like a criticism. See, people think that that's hate for women. I, I always tell men where your strong suits are. And to understand that, your strong suits are this. Your weak suits are that. This is where you need to work on. This is where you need to big yourself up. On the woman's side, and people are like, well, what is it, coach? Stick around. But when women come out, your strong suit is your beauty and your fertility. That's how it's been for nature. I know people all want to be talking about. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Nobody cares. I'm. Does, people think that's hate speech. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. As a matter of fact, it's not a selling point anymore because I think most men deep down inside, we want to care for women. We want to provide for them. We want to like show them things. We want to give them experiences. And then they show up. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Oh, what you need me for then? Well, I need you to take care of my needs here and I need you to settle down and commit. I need you to this. And that's you. And then they get with next to you. I graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. So what? Mm. Nobody cares. I mean, I know it's, it's a hard thing to hear. And women are like, there's men that care. And there's a guy comes in with his cape. I care. Most men don't care. Just sprinkle me. Just sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me. Just sit there. There was a phrase, be seen, not heard. You'd actually do very well. But then, of course, you'd be ginger in casino. And you got to lose your mind because you equate your beauty and fertility with the need to be heard. Mm. Just be seen. You, you'll win in life. They can't do it. Challenge them. That could be a challenge. Anybody else have um anybody else have a girlfriend? Challenge your girlfriend. Like, do me a favor. You know what? What would really make me happy with you is if you're seen more and heard less. Like after we have sex and after I bust, just lay there in silence. 
caressing my taco meat on my head, on my chest hairs, right? Caressing them, you know what I mean? And straightening them out, you know what I mean? All that taco meat on your chest, you know what I mean? Caressing my shoulder hair and my hairy back, just caressing my beard. Don't say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. And I swear to God, I'll give you a second round and I'll buy you a Gucci bag. I guarantee you they'll fumble the bag. Nine out of ten of them can't do it. They won't be able to do it. They be sitting there convulsing. What are you thinking about? <laughs> and you know what happened? Let me tell you about my day. You sitting up there. Where is this going? You know what we should do? We should take a trip. They can't do it. They be sitting up there. Are you ready? I want to talk about our future. <laughs> like, Lord, just don't say nothing. I guarantee you, girl, I'll take you out tomorrow. I'll take you shopping. They won't be able to do it. Nine out of ten of them will fail that duty. And I'm like, how do you fail that? It's a layup. They'll blow the layup. All right, let me go ahead and continue, man. This is a podcast, by the way. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. If you want to be here, hit the like button. My like button is down, or I'm going to show you scrum diddly umptious. Uh, Here it is here. Here's another young woman. A famous rapper flew me to Cali vlog. And so you're competing for women. I mean, listen, we can have criticisms for this young lady right here. I know we are very critical of women's appearances, but, you know, that goes with the territory. If you're going to use it and monetize your appearance, we can be critical. But listen, it doesn't look like she has a weave in. Well, maybe she does. But uh, this young woman, you're trying to compete for a young, average-looking woman. This is a young, average-looking woman. She's slightly above average. And, um, you know, what's happening is she's using her youth and, and beauty to, you know, to level up. Um, unfortunately, we know how the story ends when she hits 40. What happened? Where did all the men go? Time will go by. I know it's only, you know, 40. You think 40 is old. But if you're 25, that's only 15 years. It's going to go by fast. You're going to party for seven. And then you hit 30, 32, and you'll be like late 20s, early 30s, but it's going to be more like mid 30s, early 40s. And then you'll run out of time. It's only 15 years. It'll go by fast. Did I say 15? Yeah. <laughs> the math don't work the same, but yeah. To ever, ever, ever buy another expensive fragrance or an expensive candle now because they got me covered. So make sure you guys Man, shop what is Make sure you use the link in my description and my coupon code. Like you wanted, guys. Top of the top. I am on my way to California. Yes. I'm going to be... Well, First of all, before we get into this video, I'm taking a trip. I'm bringing y'all with me because um, y'all did actual vlogs and stuff. So y'all gonna spend a day in the life of single Chanel. Um, Chanel. I'm over there here. I am gonna be flying to Los Angeles, California, um, to get dug out. To get her insides pushed to her esophagus. All right. So we already know what's happening. Jet Blue. All right. She got flown out by a rapper. She says. And she's going to take you through a trip of what it's like for a young woman her age. You're So you're cold approaching these women, right? You cold approach these women at the nightclub and at the bars. They're teaching you. Cold approach them. Don't be scared of them. And on the backside, they getting flown out to get, to get dug out. But right now, I'm just excited to live my life. 
and I don't want to have any fear. So, all right, who cares what she boy, oh boy. Big champagne. All right, so she got is this ain't first class. So this is the life of a Instagram uh 304 and she's living the life. Right. Yeah, big champagne. <laughs> She definitely in coach. All right, so she in coach class, but then uh let's let's see what happens. She gets hotels and this is allegedly the life of uh the young women today, and they're not getting they're not afraid to be getting flown out. Um, and this is what happens. Oh, I've been busy, I've been working on my career, right? So I could focus on my career. And she'll says, um, you know, she'll say, you know, I'm working, I'm an entrepreneur, and all of these things, right? And they getting flown out to get dug out. Yes. Yes. The view is so beautiful. Look at the view. I love that California is so beautiful. This is the hotel pool. Somebody said a two hundred dollar hotel. Not so much. The Los Angeles. This is a pretty. This is not a two hundred dollar hotel. Uh, maybe no, three fifty a night. <laughs> oh, guys, what's good? I'm getting ready for dinner we're going out to eat and all of that um i'm gonna be going to boa steakhouse so this steakhouse is um five star or like like seven dollars on something they got like five dollars on it's a very popular steakhouse he said y'all hate it that's not like good. Yeah, I love that's a nice I don't steak but I, I feel like at steakhouses they always have good ass like side dishes Oh boy, this is where y'all at, bro. This yeah, is your competition. It's always good. All right. In the morning, I'm about to go work out because I got lipo and shit, but I've been eating, child. I need to lose weight. I've been eating, drinking. Eating, drinking, eating. Where's she from? Fuck? What city is she from? Let's go to where she All right, let's go to where she at. So she's going to go to dinner. What is she doing? Yo, who? I mean, listen, I understand for content, but the narcissism is off the chart. Constantly recording themselves, constantly fascinated by their reflection in the mirror. Um, They're not fascinated by what you think about them. They're fascinated that their own reflection, because I don't know if you guys know, eight years prior to this video, eight years prior to this, she looked like probably a teenage boy. There was probably little to distinguish her from the other young boys her age when she was 12 or whatnot. She started then to develop that, and then she's now fascinated by that beauty. So that's the need to constantly record themselves. So they're not recording themselves for your viewing pleasures. They're recording themselves because she's fascinated that nature has actually gifted her with this gift. Man, I live everywhere, man. I got friends all over the world. Yes, Lilith's mirror. This is a, basically the inside of Lilith's mirror. Look at that. Boy, this is fascinating, isn't it? It's absolutely fascinating. I don't even, I can't barely take one selfie of myself. But they do this on a constant, regular basis. Okay. So I'm going to go to that and see what's popping down there. Um, I'm going to bring y'all with me. Um, my flight leaves in the morning. I had a really good time in L.A. I, I had a good time in L.A. She didn't record that part. All I did but it happened. 
Oh, it happened. She did not get that part in. But you know what happened. There's no need to even describe what happens, but we already know. Let's go ahead and show you another video in this last part of this segment. Um, Let's share that. <laughs> uh, she does sound like New York. Get it down and popping. So this woman right here. So again, let's take out our incel chart. Let's take out our incel chart and look at it. Now, this is a woman who's describing the first time she got flued out by a doctor. And no, it was not Dr. AMG. And so this woman right here is going to talk about how she got lucky, found a doctor who was horny enough to fly her out to wherever he flew her out. And she's going to describe getting treated like a lady for the first time. Listen. But we're going to get into that. So he comes and he picks me up. I mean, he grabs my bags. He's, I try to open the door. He's opening the door for me. He, nah, shorty. Nah, nah, let me stop. He ain't say shorty because he's very like, He's very articulate. He's very articulate. So I feel like I had to like turn myself down a little bit. There you go. I talked about that with Sierra. They don't know how to act. They're not their real self when they're with men, gentlemen. And so they can't act and do the, the cheap pop stuff that would get a, uh, a pookie. Like they can't just be like, oh, and shake their butt. They can't do that and shake their titties because that's not what gentlemen are looking for. So a lot of times they have to adapt quickly. And some of them aren't trained to adapt that quickly. And so she's like, I had to turn myself down. So she couldn't even be her real self. She couldn't even find out a way to fake it. So she had to turn herself down around a gentleman. But they want to be treated like princesses. They want to be treated like this. But deep down inside, they don't have the experience because they haven't had fathers prep them. They haven't had family members prep them. Their mother didn't prep them. Who raised these people? This is 100% true. You can't laugh. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't be mad at me because she's admitting it. Continuing. And... Uh... I feel like that's kind of like why I was a little bit shy and I actually don't believe in doing that. I feel like come as the fuck you are, take it or leave it. You gonna like it or you not feel me. See, see that there, there it is. I don't care what type of man you are. All right. I'm going to be who I am. Remember, we're going to get the Tierra Mac after the, the super chats. She basically like, shit, I'm going to be who the hell I am. You can't check me. You can't tell me what to do. And then they wonder why they can't get married. What happened? Where did all the men? There go? it is. They don't want to change for you, even if you are better. Let's go ahead and uh, continue. So, anyways, I was just so shy. So, we get in the car or whatever. We get in the car or whatever, y'all. I'm quiet as hell, okay? You could hear a pin drop, okay? You get a bird outside chirping, chopping it up. Like, that's how scared I was. I'm like, you know, I hadn't seen him, but he did look really good. He looked really good. He works out a lot, so he's very buff. Like, his body looks nice. You know, he had his little haircut or whatever. So there you go. A lot of guys are like, oh, she big, she fat, she Lizzo cousin and all this stuff. What did I tell you earlier in the stream? Higher status men will go down into and they'll deal with women who you would never say you would deal with or you would just deal with on a slow Tuesday. And you'll be like, I would never deal with a woman like that. Well, there's guys out here that will dip down low because she might he might she might be his body type, even though he's in shape and he's successful and whatnot. He's still like plump women. And that's okay. I don't, I don't salami police, but in the uh, beauty scale, she's not on the top of the scale, nowhere near. And so he's going, I'm going to get the low hanging fruit because this is what I like. Maybe he likes ghetto chicks, right? Maybe he likes girls with tattoos all over their body. There's guys that like that. Let's continue. He chocolate. He looks really, he looks handsome. So I'm like, handsome. They look like this in summer camp. You feel me? So <laughs> summer camp. 
Um, handsome. Remember, I told you that's a red flag term. It's a term of endearment. It's a friendship term. It is not an authentic arousal term. So if a woman says you're handsome, she's not aroused by you. She just thinks you have some qualities that are maybe somewhat masculine, somewhat cute, somewhat acceptable, somewhat of a good man. You know, handsome equals good man. Anyway, continuing. Anyways, we're just in the car, like, we talking. He just asking, like, how my flight was and, like, how I'm doing and stuff. And just, like, really interested in, like, really trying to talk to me and shit. You know, when you mess with, like, a nigga, like, hood niggas, like, how I, like, they cut different. Feel me? The, only, the most they're going to do is ask you if you want something at the gas station. You feel me? Like. <laughs> and she would give up her guts to that guy. Let's go back and review that because that was the important point. I want you guys to hear that again. I want you to hear this again. This is a woman who wants to get flown out by a doctor doing this. Treat it well. Treat me like a princess. Spoil me. Do X, Y, and Z. He actually levels up and she reverts back to, she reverts back not only to language, she reverts back to uh, saying what she would, ex would have accepted other than being treated like a princess. I deal with a hood nigga. <laughs> Listen to this, bro. This is crazy. And she would let the hood ninja dig her guts out repeatedly and smoke up all his weed you feel me so anyways we're just in the car like we talking he just asking like how my flight was and like how i'm doing and stuff and just like really interested in like really trying to talk to me and shit you know when you mess with like a nigga like hood niggas like how i like they cut different feel me the only the most they gonna do is ask you if you want something at the gas station you feel me like <laughs> and she said that's what she likes that's what she said, hood ninjas like I like. Remember, handsome, she doesn't really like. She's not aroused by handsome man. She'll let handsome man spoil her, but she's not aroused. Hood ninjas like I like will just ask you about getting, listen to this, bro. So this is different. different. But anyways, she's so, not used to it. Um, she'll, yeah, so just she'll let the hood ninja set this dude up to get robbed. This is what happens when you deal with straggle daggles riding he's like he put he put on some r&b or whatever he was like you know i really like r&b like that's like pretty much all you're gonna hear like this whole weekend so he put me on like he's trying to talk to me and like all this stuff i'm nervous you feel me i'm just like what the fuck am i doing like so remember when i said earlier and we'll end it on that point with her and go to the contributions remember when i said these type of women like to get banged out to trap music they ain't never put on that you are my lady my girl yeah, everything I need and more. Oh, 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 you are my lady. They get banged out to Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Because they used to hooding and just doing that with weed smoke filling up the room. And then when you try to come in there, when you try to come in there and you treat them nice, she doesn't even know what to do. She doesn't even know where she is. She was like, I really don't. I really didn't know what to do. So I just stayed quiet. <laughs> Man. Anyway, so this is what happens. This is what y'all get for upgrading the chick, okay? And trying to treat them nice. I want a man that treats me nice. I want a man. And then when you treat them nice, oh, man, this is just weird. And I'm not aroused. And I don't, you know what I mean? He's just a little weird. And I can't. Then they start scooting up out of there. Yeah. He was a little too clingy. Where are we at? Let me get all of the PayPals. I'm going to try to get them all. Pause. Where are we at? Harold L. says, uh, YouTube, Death by Simp, Hot Off the Press's New York City edition. Uh, of course, I can't click the link, but I think it is the Bodega Trap Queen that got 
I believe that's probably what you're talking about. Shout out to Harold L. Uh, Sizzle says it's Taco Gordita Tuesday. Shout out to the coach and the gang. Been busy studying, working, and living the free agent lifestyle in the building. I got money. These chicks are pining for relationships these days. You can see it in the media and in the music. Yes, but the problem is they're not giving their best selves. That's the problem. In it. And listen, ladies, if you want to come on the show, send a couple of feed pictures and tell us your perspective. You know, I know men aren't perfect. Well, the men aren't doing this, but are you giving your best self? That's what you have to ask yourself. Are you honestly giving the best version of yourself? Now, they're going to say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a confident woman. I've accepted all my flaws. You know, I know when I'm bad. I know when I'm good. Yeah, I'm giving them my best, but you're not. Are you giving the best version of yourself according to men's standards? Do you care what men's standards are? Are you bucking men's standards? Well, if you are, then you're not giving the best version of yourself. And that's just the reality of it. And don't say, well, you're old and you've been running through women. Well, we're different though, right? If you ever want to use the word different excuse, you have to accept that we're different. SAU says, morning coach, we're ready for some belly, deli, eli, eli stuff. He says, yeah, man, south of, from south of the border, we're hustling. All right, let me see that. Let me see the count over here. Oh, we're ready for some belly deli. Let me get to a couple of these PayPal's. And if my likes ain't at 1,100, we gonna get that belly deli. Don't be scared of that belly. All right. Oh, who is this in here? Always, oh, I know the name, but it's uh, Triggerverse says, you see Lizzo spread eagle with her crispy inner thigh meat. <laughs> BWs are the new face of degeneracy. Uh, this is, I don't, I didn't see the clip, but with all that dark meat in between them thighs, some of y'all brothers love that piece of, you know what I mean? When it's real. Anyway, Lizzo is, and I've discussed this, other content creators discussed this. I don't know where I've heard this, but I've been seeing Lizzo for a couple of years is an industry plant. And she represents everything that is negative. Um, but unfortunately, she does have a voice and she does bring in um, a lot of women who fit whatever stereotype or whatever type of thing that Lizzo represents. But um, um, she's a talented person. I understand she does is able to play music and musical instruments, a flute or something like that. And she's talented. She does have a good voice. And uh, but she's she's being used for the wrong reasons. And uh, if you understand that, if you're awake and aware and you can see that, most of the stuff that you hear from her, if you're not a fan, is never going to be her talents. You're never going to see her talents. You're never going to see her ability to sing. You're always going to see the bad representation of herself. I believe her Instagram name is, like, whatever her Instagram name is, is something despicable. Like, I eat, I eat tacos every day or something like that. What is her Instagram name? It's despicable. Shout out to Amari McBride says, but coach. But coach, what about reparations? The white man keep holding us back around here, which I will debate. I will dis I will actually dispute that, but I know you're just playing around. Uh, what about that reparations in the building? Repair. What are we repairing? All right. Shout out to, uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody dropped money. a bag in the building. I got money. Lord have mercy. Now I'm going out for steak dinner. All right, shout out to ooh, let me see here. I can say your name, Kevin. Kevin E. He dropped, man. I ain't gonna tell you how much he dropped. I got money, but he dropped a bag. He says, This is for speaking on those who shall not be named. Although you can say the n word eight million times per song, yeah, we just talked about that, right? But they will say you can't say it one time. And actually, I told you a couple of songs to go uh, to listen to, to to prove my point. Research how many of the Cosby accusers were either married to or 
uh, one of them themselves. Nice knowing you, coach. So not only did you drop what you dropped, now you got me censored. Mm. I saw what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, you can't speak. It, it, look, the power is so real that you can't even speak of them. And it's not that it's all of them, but what happens is you don't understand how it works. You guys just don't understand how it works. But uh, I gave you a couple of clues. I gave you a couple of clues. Go watch, go listen to the song by Michael Jackson. It's called, um, and I'm not speaking out of hate. I'm just saying what is real. You can say, ninja, 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 please, if you want my dick, you want to drop to your knees. Because you can say ninja until your teeth turn white, Paul Mooney style. You can wake up in the morning, ninja, 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 ninja. Oh, they'll let it go. Look up the song, Michael Jackson, right now. Listen to it in the background. And it's called, They Don't Care About Us. There's two words that are censored. Look up the song by um, All About the Benjamins. There's one word that's censored. In the rest of the song, there's a couple of ninjas drop. But there's one word that's censored. It's crazy. It's it's. And so if you ever want to know who has the pool, it's not ninjas, okay? <laughs> not even in your own music. It's our music. No, 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 it's not. We could talk about that another day. Maybe we'll do a whole show on it, but by that time, I'll get deleted by that point. New, 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 new world order. Uh, Andy is in the building. Andy Fortune, he says. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll figure out what he said later on. Uh, shout out to, I, I think I can say his name. Randy Shu is in the building. Darth CGA, he says, can you stop the prediction? He says, can you stop the prediction of women in my household? He says, you were talking about red flags and how many women lead men to alcohol and drugs, a la Whitney Houston. I had to sit back for a serious talk this weekend, which went like this. Mom, you do not drink alcohol. You did not drink alcohol for two years now. Me. Uh, oh, that's what your mom said. You do not you do not drink alcohol for two years now. And then you said, yes. Mom said, do you have a mean drunk? And you said, no. Mom says, alcohol makes people honest. So are you hiding your true self by not drinking? Me, no. I like to be in control. You want me to drink alcohol every day like an alcoholic. And the shuffling started in the conversation. Can I get a live action evil laugh from the coach? Um, yeah, so I always say to you guys, I want you to listen to how many times alcohol has been pushed on you. Most of the time it's been pushed on you by somebody that's a lesser in your life, meaning they're a lesser person. They have no means of achievement. They're not going anywhere. Many times these people push alcohol and drugs on you and by women, women push alcohol and drugs on you. Oh, relax. You're uptight. Lighten up. Have fun. Loosen up. They push it. And even your own moms will push alcohol and drugs on you. And they will say it because it benefits them. It benefits them. It, uh, when, when you now I'll push alcohol on her. <laughs> Mike says, maybe you should do a show on this, but there are three or fours out here using their peace leaf juices on their, on their skin to trap men. Also, have you heard about the 304 using Yoni to clean their, uh, mystic areas. Wait a minute. They use their juices on their skin to trap. Oh, I see what you're. Oh, I see what you're. Okay. Yes, I've heard of that. 
And I, I understand that. Yes, that, that actually makes absolute sense. Yes. So what I think he's describing is they'll take their juices and potentially use it on them like perfume, like a pheromone. Like a pheromone. I, I know I've heard people doing that. Yes. And I know it works. That has to work because um, if, you, if you're a man, if you're a man, you know that uh, like let's, let's say, for instance, you were in a drought. You were in a drought sexually and you walked up to women or you were around women. I think because we're animals, we're nothing but animals like we're like dogs that sniff each other and the pheromones. There's biological impact of pheromones. So if you weren't sexually with a woman for weeks and you are around a woman, she she would actually be able to sense that out. But. If you were sexually active with a woman that morning or that evening and you went around a group of women, naturally, they'll be. And I have a proof of that. Right. They'll naturally be more. I mean, you'll actually see that you'll get more attention. Women will have conversations with you. They'll have more conversations with you. And I'm going to give you proof as to how women are attracted to scents like that. <laughs> he said to put the sea perfume. Have you ever been, and this is going to get a little bit descriptive. This is going to be a little bit descriptive. And it'd be, a, I do not clutch your pearls because I know everybody in here is an adult. If you're a child, I don't know why you're watching my show. It's summertime. I'm going to give you a little bit of proof on that. Have you ever been with a woman? And you were giving her the five stroke special. And immediately after giving the five strokes, she would start to. She would start to do things with, you see what I'm saying? And you would be like, I was just had that thing here, but now it's here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're, 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 you're now tasting. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm trying not to get, because I'm trying to, this is a family show. You're now tasting what was here. It was here, but now it's here. Do you know what I mean? And you're going, you nasty. And you're like, wow, are you that nasty? Like, wow, you're just like unbelievable. And then she'll come up and try to kiss you on the lips. You're like, <laughs> you know, when you first start out before you were a nasty boy, you know, nasty boys don't care. But before you nasty, and then she'll come and do that. And then, then, then she'll try to kiss you on the lips all with the tongue and all this stuff. You'd be like, <laughs> you like, Lord, you nasty. But now when you're a la nasty boy, you be like, I don't care. But do you know uh, what I'm saying? So with that being said, they don't fear. I, I, they're, they're attracted to this type of scent. The scent, this is this mixture. This, this. So then when you go outside, when you go outside in the world, if you have these scents on your body, if you have these pheromones, it will attract other people. Like you literally exhausted. You like, I can't take no more peace leaving a woman to come up. Hi, how are you? You're like, hi, how are you? It's all on your hands. It's all in your scent. It's all in your mist. And she's all in your grill. Hi. 
perhaps I'll go over to your house tonight. And you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even run no game on you. What are you doing? I want to come to your house tonight. You're like, the secret to approaching women is be with another woman and leave the scent all over your body. There'll be women that you're, <laughs> I don't, listen, I didn't invent it. It's all in your beard. She all smelling your neck. You smell so good. Now, if you wanted to run game, if you wanted to take one bit of advice from the CGA on running game, if you want to be with women, be with another woman and walk around with the scent on your damn body, they'll come up. <laughs> they'll be interested. It's absolutely one of the most shocking things to discover. <laughs> anyway, let's keep it going. So when you talk about this, I mean, as much as you want to hate on that and think it's not true, it's one of the most truest things that is goes out there. Not saying 100 women are going to be on you, but it'll be that much easier. They'll come out. And I think it's maybe competition. It's a natural thing. They're like, oh, he has the ability to. I don't know, man. Where's the biology in the building? Are there biologists in here? Biologists? Mm. Yeah, social proof. Social proof. They're like, okay, he has the proof that he's able to get. They just treat you a little bit different. It's a weird thing, man. But sin of a woman. So what you were describing was the sin of a woman. And if they sense that on you, they'll be a, they'll they'll likely have a better attraction to you than without. All right, KT King. We'll end off on him. He's got a lot to say. He says, "Good morning, CGA. Many women don't understand men like they think they do because they didn't have a healthy relationship with their fathers. I mean, this is you know statistically we can bear this out." Um, many women do rebel against their fathers early, you know, in their teenage years. And if the, if the baby mom terrorist that they have actually encourages that she's actually leading to the demise of that young woman. Right. And so fathers know where are we at here. KT King women that come from intact families where domestic violation occurs frequently are a red flag with the pulse. He says they are prone to communitive behavior. So he's talking about women that come from Domestic violation, which I don't encourage, but they could that could be problematic. KT King is the beast here. He's got a lot to say. Many women don't understand that it's not a woman man's duty to make them happy. And they are responsible for making them own, their own selves happy from within. If you are not happy, let's go ahead and play the sound effect. I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, from within prior to something being prior to a man being in their life, they will never be genuinely happy. Okay, but since I can't play all the sound effects, you got a lot to say. Um, and then you also said, hold on for a second. Uh-oh, they done froze me out. He says CGA is right, gentlemen. Hire a private investigator to vet women. Hire a private eye is a investment long-term. I did it recently for my daughter's mother, and the dirt I'm finding out is beyond shocking. If you're getting serious about a woman, because not everybody here is a free agent. If you're getting serious about a woman and you're having second thoughts, hire a private investigator. It's actually in my free book on my website, Coach Greg, I'm sorry, gregadams1.com. Go check it out. If you hire a private investigator, you're going to find out stuff you never even thought was possible by your sweet, pretty, young thing. Check your locals for a video clip I posted of Sugar Free rapping about today's women in society. Very eye-opening. Shout out to Sugar Free. All right, so KT King had a lot to say. Appreciate you for that. I'm going to get into Tierra Ma Mac. So it only took an hour and 15 minutes here. Mm. Um, yeah, background check, credit check them, check their history in terms of evictions. 
I mean, that's just the beginning. That's just going to be the tip of the iceberg. And if they're older than 28 and you do this, check bankruptcy records, check divorce records. I mean, whatever you want to do, hire a private investigator. You're going to be floored at what you find. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Then go into the social media, check DMs and check if she's been flown out to do do Dubai. All right. Um, um, if you're thinking about marriages, I'm telling you, handle it like a business. I wish I would have listened to this advice. But Tierra Mac double triples down. If you're wondering who Tierra Mac is, we're going to review her. She is the senator, senator. She's the senator, the senator of she's a state senator, not a U.S. senator. This says U.S. senator, but she's not. She's actually a state senator. She was the woman who twerked on the beach and everybody was like, do a video on her. And I was like, I did. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, this is her. She actually uh, identifies herself. She's part of identity politics. Hold on. She's part of identity politics. New, 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 new world order. Because every time they step out, they have to identify who they are in order to kind of sway you. Before they, you know, well, what's your policies? Do you have anything that you would do to change America? Like, they would not bring that up first. What they do is start to identify who they are, and then they reel in their group. So she's going to say, I'm a queer black woman. And she even admits this. She says this herself. So I'm not saying this to, to you know, um, and sometimes now she, they'll, 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 this is what she is, but then she'll do what? She'll get the appearance of a somewhat average, normal run of the mill community representative, but deep down inside right here. So everybody knows what happened. She was out there twerking for votes. And then people chin checked her. We're not going to show you the video because, you know, it is what it is. And and um, you guys know what I'm talking about. Matter of fact, uh, this kind of preceded uh, this video. And I can't show you this video. What, who's sharing the screen? Hey, man, pull this down. But there was a video called Get Your Booty to the Pole. And there were scrippers telling you guys back when you needed to do Joe Biden. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Some of y'all brothers, man, y'all like the soggiest people, man. I don't know, man. That's just, I don't know. Listen, I've been down bad before too, so. But there were strippers saying, "Get your booty to the pole." Remember that? Remember that when y'all was doing Joe Biden? I think this was during the Atlanta, the big Atlanta runoff, and they were like, "Get your booty to the pole." I believe. Hey, wait, I got the wrong thing up. Here it is, right here. And so state senator, I'm not going to show the video, but you guys seen it. She twerked on the beach and then she tried to describe it as not twerking. She doubled down and then she tripled double down by not apologizing. So um, you saw her buttocks. You saw all of that jelly and that belly Ellie. How are we doing here? OK, we don't have to show the belly Ellie. And um, then she tried to say she was doing yoga while I was doing a yoga pose. I was not twerking. I was not booty popping and I was not doing it for votes. I have a personal life. But then she said, vote for Senator Mack at the end of the video. So much, so much hypocrisy, guys. It's hard to keep them in check because they're going to find a way to use plausible deniability. Then they're going to say, you sexualized her. You're the misogynist. You're the rapist. How dare you? How dare you? He says, somebody says, it is a yoga pose. Yes, it is a yoga pose, but that's not what you were doing. You didn't say, um... I was doing yoga. You said I'm twerking for votes. <laughs> That's what you said. All right. And um, going on, continuing here. Then she tripled double, double, double down. And says right here, I'm not going to apologize for putting my cakes out there. And then she agreed that she was not doing yoga anymore. 
after racist comments on her twerking video. So now she's going to go into, you're the, a racist if you believe or disagree with me. Wait a minute. I wasn't supposed to show that video. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not trying to show it. TMZ chill. Um, There she is right there in the video. So most people didn't see her like this. You would have saw her like this. It would have been a different. Um, Where's the video? Hold up. Where's the video of her super duper doubling down? Super duper. Did they take it down? Oh, damn. I was going to use it against fair use uh, privileges anyway. Is this it? I think this is it. There's an ad. Shopping for my next adventure. There's an advert. <laughs> is this the video? I think it is. Um, and she went in there and talked about she has an Ivy League degree. College with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication yeah. sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. So fair use. TMZ ain't gonna like this, but it is what it is, you know. So this is her here. Um, this is the Sisterhood Brigade, guys. This is people. I don't know what her family upbringing is. I'm hard, it's hard for me to believe that she's even second, third generation. She's probably even not even second or third generation black American. Um, so a lot of those people are coming over here and fooling you guys and using your own racial identity. And they're trying to apply it to their life in order to get ahead of you ninjas. And then when they vote you in, they do nothing for you. They do something for everything else other than you. Let's go ahead and continue. Hey, well, what's going on here? Here's the triple double down. Apologize for being myself and for living a joyful life. <sighs> yeah, brothers, if y'all like sisters, man, it's over for y'all. I don't know. I'm listening. Y'all can do whatever y'all want, dating them and all that stuff. I understand your preference. But it's over for y'all. Y'all not going to keep them in check. They're their own person. They're their own political aisle. Ice Cube tried to keep one in check. He tried to keep them in But he actually didn't try to keep them in check. He tried to br come, bring them along. And it was like, well, what about black women? He was like, it says black people in the whatever he was doing. In the billion dollar plan. Or the platinum plan. It says black people in it. But what about black women? They're their own lane. <laughs> I am not going to apologize for being myself and for living a joyful life and for being uh, unapologetically myself in every instance and enjoying a beautiful day off. I am not going to apologize for showing exactly and telling exactly who I am every single step of the way of my campaign. For the folks who voted for me, they know that Tiara Mac is a silly, authentic, and sometimes bold leader. Uh, yeah, she's reading off the teleprompter here like a uh, presidential candidate. So she's definitely reading this as a prepared statement. Um, then she tried to go in and say, I'm a part-time politician and all that. Uh, I will not apologize for being who I am. I will not apologize for fiercely leading my community, the new and fresh voice, and mobilizing more people to stand up for their rights alongside me. I will not. So again, unapologetic, very unapologetic, which is, ladies, it's okay to be unapologetic, but do not ask me to open my wallet. You ever notice that they're always unapologetic and I'm going to be me? Oh, uh, you got a couple of dollars? Panhandling. You know, I was short on my cell phone bill this month, but I'm strong and independent. If you can't handle me, not apologize for showing young queer black women that they can live a joyful life and still make a positive impact in their community. And I will not apologize for being able to do a headstand um and i a headstand was anybody commented on your headstand no nobody cared about the headstand see she she knows she lying guys the jezebel's the story of the jezebel spirit is this in the bible 
it was that it wasn't just that Jezebel was not a good woman. It was not that Jezebel used King Ahab, the weak king, to ascend over a powerful heights than him. It was the fact that she was unapologetic. It was the fact that she would not um, she would not understand the the heights of her degeneracy and how it affected the greatest society. Right. How it affected the King Ahab's kingdom, how it affected the people of King Ahab's reign. So she was like, I'm unapologetic about it. She was like, I'll be unapologetic to the very end. And that's what cost her life. I will not apologize for, you know, having enough cake to twerk. <laughs> it is Were you twerking or handstanding? Which one is it? And the cakes that she's describing is despicable. I mean, there's anyway, she's the one that brought it up, by the way. It's no shock that criticism about me uh, enjoying my free time and using my body to express joy with a small group of friends while on the beach in a bikini that many people wear is coming on the heels. Yeah, man. It wasn't about the bikini. Nobody even mentioned the bikini. Nobody mentioned that you were on vacation at the beach. You used your platform. You used your platform to do this, and you're not admitting to it. You're not like, okay, y'all caught me. <laughs> All right. Yes, I did booty pop. If you think that's despicable, just don't vote for me. No. She's doubling down, bro. Of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, Since the twerking video Wade. came out. What does that have to do with Roe v. Wade? What, man, gosh, man, this is despicable, bro. There have been a subsect of racist, misogynistic people who oh. have called me anything and everything from uh, the N-word to uh, fat to uh, gorilla. Um, many of the negative comments I received have been racially motivated. They have been racially disgusting. They have been comments on my body. Um, and none of them have to do with the policy. This None of it has to do with the policy. What policy? You twerked and said, vote for me. You never even discussed policy in your video, if I'm not mistaken. You went and doubled down on Twitter or on TikTok. Now it's the fat phobia. Now it's racism. And now it's sexism. She then went to the cards and started shuffling. She went and shuffled and dealt them cards out. Oh, misogyny, racism. Gorilla, sexism, objectification, body change. This has been a very targeted um, attack on my person. Um, and again, it is very convenient for the uh, the GOP to try to create a narrative that black people. There's the dog. It's either the smoke alarm or the dog. And people of color are um, changing um, society. There is a status quo. And just because the status quo is changing and the people who lead our country look different. By, 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 by plan, right? This is an organized, this is an organized um, overthrow, which you can agree with this or not, of the European waspy American, right? So this is basically what's happened. This is, or, this is an organized get white folk out, right? And they're doing this by planting um, certain people uh, with identity politics. They're planting people in certain areas. And this is get whitey out of America, which is going to take probably another 30 years. Uh, probably where are we at? 2022, I'm from the year 2030. Uh, it hasn't happened yet in the year 2030, but right about 2040, maybe 2035, it will be accomplished. Uh, because... We can't do anything about it, right? New, 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 new world order. And so these, this is just the beginning. Doesn't mean that is bad. It's just different. 
We need new people who are willing to shake up how we've done things because quite frankly, how we've done things has not worked. People are divested. People don't even feel like their vote matters. People don't feel like they have an impact in their community. And I hope that more people see that you can twerk and have fun and you can also make a tangible impact in your communities for the better. So she's encouraging. Yep. Keep twerking, sister. Be like me. Be educated. And then use your body twerk. And then then claim claim victimhood on the other side. Claim victimhood on the other side and say this is just okay. And don't let people tell you otherwise. Do not let people keep you in check. Do not let whitey or the man or men or black men or straight men or cis men, whatever you want to describe it, do not let them keep you in check. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. <laughs> so never, it, it, it's the triple double down. Guys, it's very difficult. I know the game guys are like, just hold masking the frame. Guys, it's over for many of you people because you just don't have it anymore. I think we're beyond that point. And now you can't even say, sis, just tone it back. You can't even give them good, dedicated advice. But she's out here giving you advice on how to make a difference in the world. And she didn't take one bit of advice from her constituency. One bit of advice from people may, that might oppose some of her views. She didn't take one bit of advice from particularly her family members or anybody else. She just doubled down on her stupidity and then has the um, has the gall to word salad, browbeat you, and then guilt and shame you into criticizing her for doing what she's doing. Guys, it's going to be tough for you guys. Um, to pull it back. I know you guys want women and you want, so there's some girls out there. Shout out to the good ladies out there. I love the good women. I actually have two good things to say about women. So we can just going to do it real quick. I'm going to just do it real quick. It's not going to take long. Um, I, I love. And it's fantastic. And I'm going to say another positive thing, just so people don't understand that this is not a show that is very critical of the good women out there. The very good spirited women of america i love you guys you're the you're you know you're the backbone of society according to kamala harris and the best the very best thing about you guys that i absolutely love and i will continue to love i just really can't i'm appalled by that and it's like watching paint dry so it is what it is you know shout out to the of America and so forth and so on. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that. So just so you don't, you know, feel like this is just a negative show. Yeah, I like all of that too. Yeah, we completely agree. So never they say I didn't say anything nice. Yeah, the, the mic did not go out again. And I actually will be appalled if the mic did go out again. It's always when I'm saying very positive things about women. And this is what I'm saying here. I'm just letting you know. New, new, new world order. The sound is, the sound should be good. Y'all can hear me, right? It's just despicable. I'm, I'm tired of being treated like this on this platform. I'm, I'm just tired. <laughs> so I said, so immature. What do you mean? So immature. I just said positive things. This is just daring. Ah, man. I don't know, man. Let me check. Let me check the speed of my stream. Let me check the quality of health. It sounds like we're good. Huh? Stream health. Stream is healthy. Turn your volumes up. Turn your volumes up. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the contributors right here. Turn your volumes up. Man, my, my microphone is working. And I get tired of people saying that they never hear these parts of my stream. You're like, my mic's not working. 
Yes, it is. People are just. <laughs> uh, anyway, Moose Hefner, shout out to you over on the Cash App in the building. Yes, indeed, Simon Small back on the Cash App. The yeah, indeed. Shout out to Osiris. Jay is in the building. Coach, I'm staying a nasty boy. Hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You know, some of us just like it nasty. You know, it is what it is. I can't, you know, I'm not here to police. Some of y'all just like that belly Ellie. Let me check my likes in the building. Some of y'all can't wait till I show that belly Ellie. Loud Pocket says, I'm an effing 10, baby. Yes, indeed. Uh, Elvis says, got me rolling, always speaking facts. Thank you, sir. Um, it's hard for men to even speak facts anymore. Even when I say something nice, people will call me immature. When I just said it, shout out to Bravo with the 304 donation doing deliveries on the south side of Chicago. All right, be safe out there, brother. And be safe out there on the south side. Chief Drum Axe is in the building and he says, And that's you. Uh huh. Mr. Milton is in the building. I have a sugar baby that I see once a month, $1,300 a month. I got money. What do y'all think about that? That's going to be a situation a lot of guys um, are going to say you're cheating the system, right? You're like, that's just not right. You know, you see once, wait a minute. Did you say once a month at 1300 Lord. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, that's your money, bro. It's your money. I got money. I will make sure I get a couple of rounds out of that. 1300 for once? Woof. That's steep. Do whatever you can, brother. Do whatever you can. And, and then um, a, a lot of guys will be like, y'all, you, you know, that's, uh, what do they call it? Tricking, right? What? Where is that at rent at? <laughs> Somebody said, that's rent. Who, can, who, who gets rent for $1,300 a month? That's, that's some cheap rent. But uh, let me tell you something. On that end, you might say that's expensive, but for her, like, how much did she get? Like, she would need how many of those a month? She would need, she would need a cut. I mean, let's say she came every month. That's only, that's, that would not only, that's 15 grand. I mean, that's still a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But she's not making it. Like, she don't upgrade her life at 15 grand. I don't know. So she would need three of him in order to survive. And if he cut her off, she's, she's done in life. That's steep, though. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> That's out of my range. But it depends on what she looks like. Like, if you think that's worth it, it's worth it. I know, you know, PUA is going crazy right now. They're like, you cheap. Not PUAs. Ninjas going crazy. Broke ninjas are like, what? So let's just say, guys, if you disagree with something like that. If you disagree with something like that, how do you compete? That's going to be your problem. You're you're competing against that. <laughs> Jesus. 1200 1, plus utilities in Virginia. Man, that's tough. That that's tough. But I'm going to tell you you you're going to you're going to compete and then you're going to run game against the sa- the very same woman. This is where you're going to have a problem. I mean, the dating marketplace today is a little tough. So that woman's going to get our brother once a month, and then you're going to get her the rest of the month. <laughs> That's a lot of money. But 
it might be worth it for him. It's just tough. I don't win. Boy, it's tough out here. There's places with higher. There's places with lower, too. Jesus. Um, some people, man, y'all live in some places that's very cheap. I haven't I haven't seen rents that low. But, you know, I don't know. Milwaukee, I'm sure. For them, that's a major come up. It, it, I would say so. Like, just say she had another job. You know what I mean? And she compounded. She she actually took what she got from her, him. And then she had another job. Yeah, she could be making three grand a month, probably maybe 2800 I guarantee you she's still broke, though. She not, she's, not a, she's not living. I mean, again, she's not making that much money. Like, to, to turn her life around. But it is an easy come up for her. What do you guys do against that? That is going to be the answer. Because we can criticize a guy like that all day long. If you, let's just say it was this girl, okay? Because this, this is where the message comes in. It's not the fact that what, what he's doing. What do you do? So let's say it was this girl, the flown out girl. And he did that. And she also got flown out by rappers on occasions. And then you wanted to date her. Because let's just be honest, you would want to date something similar to this. Something like this. You could call her snuffleupagus eyelashes if you want. You could call her lace front wig if you want. If you saw her in public, you probably want to date her. What would you do? Now, what would you do if you were dating her and you found out, because you will, that she saw this dude for what, because let's not get it twisted. A lot of women are doing this. We call it the spectrum. We call it the spectrum. So while she has a boyfriend, while she's dating normies, while she's getting piped down by pookies, she is dating um. She is doing this on the side. You can't keep track of them 100% of the time. So she is going to take trips. She is, there's a lot of girls on that have sugar daddies that have boyfriends. But if you found out the girl you're dating also did this on the side, what would you do? You're, you're stuck, bro. <laughs> you're literally going to. So this is the common denominator with Generation Z women is that they have all of these things, not all of them, Many of them have all of these things in the background or they have these things running in the background. They had a guy that was paying her X amount of dollars per month. He dropped off. She got into a relationship. Black Ram 313 says, for women, relationships are a break from the carousel. So while she's in the relationship on her break, she's going to get tired of the relationship and then she's going to fire up her dating apps, her sugar daddy apps. She's going to fire up the girls' nights out. She's going to fire up the girls' trips. And then she's going to say, you're controlling and insecure. And then she's going to go back to that. She's going to go back to that life. And then she'll end up saying. And that's you. Then she comes back and she comes back to relationship. This is where men are saying, well, what did you do in your past? Oh, my past don't matter. This is where y'all going to struggle. So, again, we can judge the men based on how we deal with them. This is why you can judge the pump and dumpers all you want. You can judge the game guys all you want. You can judge the tricks and the sugar daddies all you want. The problem is you have to deal with the same group of women. Or you cannot. 
because you're going to deal with them in one way or another. They're going to measure you up. And you got to deal with the reality of the situation. It's going to be tough for y'all. It's going to be tough. Or you can say, I'm not going to deal with those types. And that's where I'm going to say you're stuck now. Your, your argument does not make sense. Because you are going to deal with those types. They're in a spectrum. One week, they're doing it. The next week, they're not. One week, they're thinking about doing it. The one week, then they get into a relationship and they say, I'm not going to do it no more. Then they get it out of the relationship. Then they're doing it. By the time you meet up with them, they'll be late 20s, early 30s. And you're going to say, not my girl. She different. Not all girls do this. Not my girl. And then you'll hear her say this. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. In, in, my, in my personal opinion, you might not agree with this. After age 28, and I know people have been saying that, whatever they're presenting to you, and they don't discuss their earlier, whatever they're presenting to you is an absolute mythology. If they're single, 28, and they're saying, oh, I'm this and I'm a that, it's absolute mythology. If you actually documented what happened between the ages of 18, legally, to 28, those 10 years, <laughs> will be you'll be flabbergasted. You'll be like, I can't believe if you actually knew the truth. This is why it's basically a huge risk. It's a huge gamble. I'm not saying you won't win this gamble. It's a huge gamble if you take them after the age of 28 and take what they say at face value and take the, oh, well, I found a good one. It's a huge gamble. By the time you get the 32, significant gamble. 38, you rolling the dice, brothers. Just be careful. You're rolling the dice. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. All right. Getting back to some other stuff here. The Jimmy ZTT says, I'm pretty sure I'm smarter than the average bear. I'm always, he says, I'm always in the Rangers hair. So I deserve a picnic basket. Also, if you ladies stop acting like YouTube and TikTok are therapy to speak your truth, I'm pretty sure we'd all have faster internet. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. Wow. You said they hogging up the internet. Oh, man. The, one of the best things they've been able to do is to have the ability to express themselves. And a lot of dudes mistakenly criticize women for that. I actually have been fantastic. I was like, let them talk, right? Let them talk. And continue to expose themselves. It only hurts their argument. Uh, Amari says, I don't disagree with flying girls out at all. I think it's perfectly fine and good when you have the means. Uh, but GD, flying out quality woman, not ghetto obese women like her, fly out some exotic-ish. Uh, not somebody who looks like the diets don't work the same woman. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's um, you know, I guess people have their qualities. They have their taste. I can't do nothing about it. Uh, but guys, women are getting flown out. It's all over the internet. It's all over YouTube, and a lot of guys like to ship. You know, not a, not just guys. Pup society likes to shield themselves. As long as I don't see it, it's not happening. And a lot of men, unfortunately, in the dating marketplace, are shielding themselves from the truth. And you're having to deal with the reality, and you're you're getting your feelings hurt out here. This is why I always say, never hate women, never hate the modern woman. The best thing to do is understand them. Because if you come with hate or you try to bring them back from what society has granted them, which is a full reign of 14 years of making bad decisions only to show up like an angel. And you don't understand where, how they're making the, these mistakes. Oh, man. Once you go to the dark side, you got to go to the dark side. Most men aren't willing to go to the dark side. But when you go to the dark side and you bring your ass back into the regular world and you walk outside and you just saw, <laughs> you just saw what you saw at the junior college, you didn't see it once. You didn't see it twice. You saw it 20 times. You saw it 50, 11 times. Not only did you see it 50, 11 times, you actually had communications with other versions of these women that really didn't even go off. You didn't even get them to the crib but they was thinking about coming through and they told you what it cost and what it took to get them to come through. Or if you ever experienced flying a woman in and she flew in from where she was, got the cheek slap pop, back on the airline only to have some dude run game. How do you run game on women at the airport? <laughs> have you ever heard a video of that? Man, you know, I'd be at the airport. I have my C pass on Southwest airlines. And then what I did was shun, I was having conversations with women at the airport, Sean, and it's super duper easy, Sean. You just talk to them like normal. Is she leaking sugar daddy? She leaking NFL player and NBA player. She leaking a 68-year-old dude. And you like, yeah, Sean, you know what I'm saying? It's your mouthpiece game, Sean. And then you walk up to him, Sean, and you show her, yeah, man, where your board and Pat Shea? Oh, baby, I'm going the same way, Sean. Oh, it looks like we shitting together, baby. Yeah, man, uh-huh. Do you like one of them little sprites? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, flight attendant, Sean. Hey, can you bring a little bit of that Sprite in that little ass cup, Sean? Uh-huh. And bring some champagne. Bring some champagne, the sparkly kind. Uh-huh. Yeah, baby. Show. Uh-huh. Pop my collar. Pop my collar. You know what I'm saying? Brush the dirt off my shoulder. I'm about to run some super duper game on her. Uh-huh, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. I bet you like an honest man. You like an honest man? Yeah, because I'm one of those men. You ain't had a man like me, Sean. Uh-huh. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Shawty. Yeah, huh? I, I, yeah. And don't put the ice in the cup, Sean, because I know how y'all do it, Sean. Y'all put one ounce of the little bit of the soda in there, and y'all put 18 ice cubes in this little cup. Because this baby deserves that, baby. You deserve a good thing. Yeah, man, y'all don't be scared of the women. See, y'all don't want a cold approach because y'all scared. No, I don't want a cold approach because I know they leaking. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah, man, y'all just got to, you know, y'all just got to know. Hey, man, I once had a, a young lady once tell me, um, because I remember, I think I was having a conversation with her and I was like, oh, you know, talking about women going out and stuff like that. She was like, 
She's like, you shouldn't be concerned about women, what they're doing before they go out. She was like, it's it's when you see them in Starbucks. <laughs> and, and she was describing, she was like, the women that be at Starbucks, they come in like from the, the night after they leaking. They are actually was with someone. And you think they just woke up in the morning, got up, brushed their teeth. You know what I mean? Went to their underwear drawers, put on some clean, fresh ones, jumped in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Washed their bird chest off put on their yoga pants, and you in there, oh, boy. She was like, they just came back from somewhere else, and they didn't jump in the shower. They didn't wash in between nothing. They put on the same drawers, and you. (laughs) (laughs) Overnight bag in the car on the floorboard with Doritos bags everywhere. She trying to head to work. She tried to head to gym. I actually had a lot of, we just chilling today. I actually had this female neighbor. I had some great female neighbors, you know, in, in, in Southern California, everybody's single. But um, I used to work early in the morning as a trainer. And this girl was like, she was a white girl, but she was kind of mousy looking. Uh, but she was flat back. And every morning when I'm leaving, she's coming back home. Because <laughs> I, I would never really ever see her. But when I would leave early at the morning or sometimes I would leave for a later shift. So I used to leave at five in the morning, but then sometimes I would leave at six in the morning. I'd be backing out of my garage and here she comes. Getting dropped off or parking her car. And what the routine is, they they come home. And they leaking, they go get ready for work and come back out. So normies don't see them. Till eight in the morning. You don't see him till eight. You don't see him till eight in the morning. So you come out eight in the morning with your damn dockers in your damn polo shirt, ready to go to Best Buy and check in. And she comes down the stairs. Hi, how are you doing, Sally? Hi, Tommy. Oh, I'm ready to go to work. Bright eye and bushy tailed. And then you see her in Starbucks. Oh, man. Oh, I would love to talk to a woman like that. She already had a night. She just woke up when it left Chad's house, left Tyrone's house. She then got a shower, barely. She got her hair fluffed. She back out. (laughs) So, man, the creep is real. The creep is real. So just know, man, you guys think they be just doing nothing and waking up in the morning, waiting for dudes to approach them? Nah, nope, nope, nope. I see them creeping back in or somebody creeping out of their apartment. Anyway, we got to understand that modern women, there's no more virgins anymore. You know what I mean? That's not even a thing. They're doing what they're doing. So when you cold approach, just know you're cold approaching potentially somebody that had somebody the day before, the week before. But it's okay. Shout out to A.D. Austin. Did you hear about the third, the three-star general who got suspended for mocking Jill Biden? He said, glad to see you know what a woman is. That's all he said. Boy, I tell well, just know it's a takeover. New, 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 new world order. I mean, I'm pretty sure people have criticized other politicians and not have received the penalty. Oh, we got another sponsorship in the building. Who is this? Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid just want to sponsor the show, showing my love out here in these streets. In these streets. Yikes, Billy the Kid. Slow down, brother. You know, I appreciate it, but you know what I mean? We don't want you to go broke. Shout out to Billy the Kid. Let me do two more and then we'll get over to uh, your legacy, the legacy ninjas. Demetrius says, you just made me realize something Cameron 
has a song called Who's Nice, where he says chilling with the you know who's, which they silence the word completely. And then he says hanging at bar mitzvahs. And he says, which they reverse the word. You'll only find this out by reading the lyrics. How deep do we want to go, man? I'm telling you, man, when you when you become awake and aware, and I, I've been challenging this, we can have a debate. If anybody in hip-hop, like a DJ academics or, you know, maybe somebody who hasn't sold their soul. <laughs> but if you want to have a debate with this, maybe we have to go to an alternative site to have this. It's there, bro. I can prove it. I can prove it. I can prove it. It is not your music. Or you don't control it as you believe. If you could, you could say what you want, and you can, simply cannot. I can I can provide you. Uh, I can provide you songs, and I'll point it out. Look, they censored that out. They censor. Uh, they censor this out, but they let you say this word, and it's so wow. It's it's mind blowing. Um, he says, I don't think Axel did so. It was just a, it wasn't a criticism of him. Anyway, uh, let's get into this one. Let's get into this part right here. I, uh, shout out to all the contributors here. Your legacy in the, in the hands of modern women. Watch out guys. If you guys want, you guys want children. I know there's people still procreating. I'll be going to the mall. I'll be seeing them. I'm like, oh, look at them. Oh, they got a nice little kid right there. There's people who are still having successful relationships. Um, and they're fathering children and, you know, they don't have to deal with the family court and such. So I acknowledge those people. But there are some men who are wanting to have successful relationships and whatnot. Uh, let's go ahead and look at this right here. Um, in the mind of most people, co-parenting is completely fine. Actually, co-parenting some people are promoting is actually much healthier than relationships in which the two people don't get along, right? Domestic violence relationships or parents that argue. So if you have two married people and the relationship's not going well, they don't work on the marriage. They basically say, well, you know, the best next next best option is co-parenting. So co-parenting is a bailout that is always in the minds of, of, of both people. Well, if it doesn't work out, we'll actually ruin these kids' lives by co-parenting or worse, blended families. So let's go ahead and show you here. The blended family is also promoted. And actually, blended family was promoted before co-parenting. So people come into relationships, they produce children, but the bailout, there's a natural, well, if the relationship doesn't work and you chose to procreate with this person, we can always have a blended family. Or I can always remarry, which is almost dangerous because if you're a woman and you remarry, you actually have another man raising your kid or around your kid. Sometimes that doesn't go well. And that man ends up touching your kid because hey it ain't my kid right i'm not ruining my kid there's somebody else's damn kid or the co uh the situation where the man brings in another woman and then she has a deep-sided resentment deep-sided inside resentment for your biological child and she sometimes will have you disconnect from your biological child in order to create children with her and then support both of your children right so you th this is what's promoted in our country and people think this is completely fine. I think it is idiotic, by the way. I think this is despicable. If people create children, they're supposed to raise the children together and equally. Any other form of relationship that is pushed as healthy, 
I think is despicable because no person intends to do this this way. Who goes and procreates and then says, let's remove one or both biological parents and then put in another non-biological parent or potentially give custody to one parent and uh, uh, not give custody to the other parent. It's reprehensible, right, Jim? It's despicable. You didn't intend to do that. But there's a lot of men who want children, and their intention is not to raise them individually outside. Their intention is not to go through a custody battle. Their intention is not to have their child raised by another man, where the other man sees their child more than you. How do you guys support another man seeing another man's child Against the wishes of the other father, because the other father was like, give me more custody. The mom says no, brings another man in, and that man sees the child more than the biological. Mm. Who does that? But in our country, we support this. And we supposed to sell the guy, get over it, just send the check. This is the culture we live in. Blended family structure co-parenting changing the american family so as you see here i don't know if this is i don't know how this is a co-parenting i don't know if this picture is this is a stock picture right here research conducted by onlinediverse.com in tejas shows that over the past 20 years the rate of shared custody arrangement increased from five percent to 25 percent while unshared unequal shared custody increased from four percent to 20 percent among divorced parents in tejas Besides the share of the father who, wait, besides the share of fathers who actively seek custody, either sole or joint has increased too. And now fathers obtain on average 40% of the time as a result. I don't know who wrote that or who read that. What causes the change and blah, blah, blah. Let's just look at this. They kind of break this down and um, they said, Psychologists have found that our expectation for family life has changed dramatically over the past two centuries. Um, until 1850, people married to provide themselves with shelter, food, and protection. Where's the love? What about love? People didn't marry for love in the 1850s, all right? There, the romance wasn't even that popular. It was actually declining, especially in the early points of America. Around the middle of the 19th century, people began to marry because of mutual love and friendship. This is what comes when you have a stable society. Since 1965, people have ceased to consider marriage mandatory for engaging in sexual and other relationships. So no longer like, you know, we took the, we, we took the gloves off. We don't need to, we, as long as we love each other, we don't need to be married to have sex. All right. The idea of premarital sex, uh, God didn't really have that on a high priority list. Uh, therefore, many researchers on principle, there's a lot of damn, boy, who, who wrote this? This is a violation of damn the APA right here. Mm. <laughs> Not the APA. What is the, uh, I wish I had my bookcase here. You know, when you write, I have grad school degree. Whatever the writing is, this is not how you write. Therefore, many researchers, comma, or principal, comma. <laughs> I think it's the ASA, the MLA. I can't remember what it is. There's a book. Yeah, man. Oh, is, it is that. What is it? The the MLA format? Yeah, what the hell? All right, got me reading this ish. I can barely read. All right, 
Therefore, many researchers, comma, or principal, comma, consider the family of the 21st century, quote, child-oriented precisely because all of the other functions of the family were leveled. Sexual union, when to have a regular partner, it is necessarily to marry. On pro- okay, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I was trying to use it as a source, but damn. All right, anyway, point being made. There's more people getting into these blended and co-parenting factions. And do you intend for that to happen? Prevalence of blended families right here. 16% of children live in blended families. Per capita U.S. Bureau of Census, 1,300 new step families are formed every day. 40% of families in the U.S. are blended. What happened to 16% of children? Boy, that always works out weird when you do the math. Can you guys see this? Because... Uh, people don't account for it. So when I say things like 18% of households are biological uh, children raised by two par- married parents, but then when you break down the statistics, that actually affects 50% of, of children, right? So then they'll say something like half of children are raised by biological parents. And you're like, wait a minute, coach said 18% of households. Well, 18% of households do have multiple children. All right. So that's what people have to understand. So some households have three children, four children. So then that does push the number up of children that are raised in broken homes versus uh, two-parent households. You know, it's all confusing statistics. But their statistics don't, the statistics don't work the same. Uh, the number of kids living in blended families have been stable for nearly 30 years. Children of Hispanic, Black, and white backgrounds are equally likely to live in this type of family. Children from Asian families are half as likely as Hispanic, Black, and white children to live in a part of a blended family. Six in 10 women remarriage. Sin, wait, six in 10 women's remarriages create blended families. Lord have mercy. It says right here every family is unique and so is the success rate. However, step family studies suggest about 60 to 70% of marriages involve children from a previously failed marriage. God damn, I can't keep up with the statistics here. Um, the census says right here, a statistic created by the, uh, reiterated by the Census Bureau, which found that divorce increases in relation to the number of times one marries. What the fuck? Ay, ay, ay. This is about twice the percentage of overall marriages ending in divorce, which sticks at 30 to 50%. I'm done. I can't even figure out who are these damn writers. What are y'all pointing out? The statistics, Jesus. All right, let's talk about this. So let's just talk about this. We live in an effed up society, bar none. People look at those statistics. Well, it's 30%, well, 50%, and they still go in full bore. Let's look at custody exchanges. Custody exchanges. The dangers of you being in a blended family, in a step family, in a co-parenting situation can lead to your demise because of the death by simp proposition. Here it is. Father shot and deleted. During custody exchange by mother's new husband. Here it is right here. A man was shot and deleted during a custody exchange on Sunday night. This is your legacy in the hand of modern women. Once they end your relationship and they're kind of encouraged to end the relationship. If they're not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) According to reports, the man got into an argument with his ex-wife. During the custody exchange at an apartment complex, 
When her husband came out and pulled out the jammy and fired at least one shot, the victim died at the scene. The suspect was arrested, although investigators said it wasn't a, uh, it was unclear whether charges would be filed. The shooting remains under investigation. All right, there's plenty of stories here. We're going to do another one. Now, one child has no family. A Richmond family crushed after a man is deleted during a custody exchange. Uh, it says right here, family is heartbroken after a 33-year-old father, brother, son, and cousin was deleted in a shooting Sunday night in the parking lot of the Appomattox Police Station. We shared the story before. In Chester, Chester, all right, family told 8 News. The man's eight-year-old daughter witnessed the shooting. And this is Stuart Jeffries right here. Uh, a Richmond native was pronounced deleted at the scene after being shot at 6.30 p.m. in the parking lot on Sunday. An off-duty officer was sitting in the uh, station parking lot at the time of the shooting and heard the gunshot when it rang out. Police found the suspect, who was identified as 44-year-old Corey D. Goodson Sr., All right, and took him into custody at the scene. What do we know about Goodman? He's on the uh, 61st block of V. Oh, who cares about all of that? He was arrested and charged with second degree deletion and the use of a firearm in the commission of a felony in relation to the, the shooting. Through his tears, Jeffrey's sister, um, Tiara or Tia, Taya, I don't know what her name is, said her brother was her heart, her friend, brother, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about Stewart here. Uh, Goodman. Let's talk about Goodman. They said he was a good dad. Ty Tiara. <laughs> what is her name? Tia? Is it Taya? Oh, my gosh. Tay? What the hell is T-A-I? Tay Jeffries said Goodman, the suspect charged in the case, was the new boyfriend of Jeffries' ex-wife. So there you have it again. Blended family. Oh, this can work. Oh, I'll take custody from this man and I'll bring a new man in around my kid and then I'll bring him around the custody change. I'll bring him to family court. I'll bring him around and I'll gaslight the hell out of him and then I'll throw rocks and hide my hands. And then when the custody exchange works, because you guys think co-parenting is so successful, and then it goes out there, one man loses his mind. He deletes the other father. They get into some argument. He deletes one father. The, the, the child loses a father. The baby mama loses is no longer has to terrorize the father because he did. And then the man who does the deletion goes to prison. And then she's getting her insides pushed to her esophagus by a new man. Mm. I'm looking for a new love, baby. A new love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this one right here? Teen and stepfather. Stepdaddy. What in the, what, what's going on here? Teen and stepfather injured in custody exchange shooting. They died. Wait a minute. Greenville, is this Mississippi? Greenville, is this North Kakalaki? A Greenville high school junior and a stepfather who were wounded during the custody exchange at the pilot gas station on the Interstate 81 exit 4 have died. <laughs> All right, Tegan, well, there goes another last name, first name. She was on the bowling team. Got, got shot and deleted. Welch was shot during the confrontation that involved her father. Her father did the damn deletion. He didn't shot his own daughter? What happened here? Christopher Welch, 48. And her stepfather, age 58. Old ass Sims. 
old simps. There ain't nothing like, listen, 48, 58, sit y'all asses down. Uh, her stepfather, Ken Cook, 58, was a pastor at the Moshin Church of God. Who died here? Welch's death was confirmed by officials here. Cook's death was reported Saturday. Tegan's father, Christopher Welch, died at the scene. Cook and Tegan were flown to the, everybody got shot. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Everybody got shot. For a 16-year-old custody exchange. The kid is 16, bro. There should be no custody exchanges at 16. Hear me out. At 16, the kid can ride a bike, drive, go ride the school bus, walk, fly on an airplane. Nobody need to show up. Let me exchange 16-year-olds. <laughs> they shoot out at the OK Corral over a 16-year-old. The kid can go walk handstand all the way back to the house. All right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. They could drive their own car. Do they have a driver's license? They could drive a tractor if they live somewhere in the country. Don't take your ass over there. I'll see you later. You going to dad's house? All right, I'll see you later. But they keep this beef up with 16-year-old. Guys, do you guys realize that a 16-year-old is going to be an illegal, they're going to be a legal adult in less than two years? And there's people fighting over custody of teenagers. Less than two years because they're already 16. It's not like they 15 because somebody said, no, it's two years, coach. It's less than two years. They can ride the city bus, the rough, tough, and dirty, rough, tough, and dangerous. They can go for they. What are we doing? But this is successful parenting in America. And people just breeze by this. Where's the next story? We got more stories about people here. Man gets 45 to 100 years in custody exchange slangs. I swear to God, when I bring up these stories, people just blank over. Oh, it doesn't happen with everybody. Stop. A man who was sentenced to 45 to 100 years in the shooting deletion of two people last year during the custody exchange in the parking lot of a Walmart store in eastern Pennsylvania. Let's go to Allen, Pennsylvania here. I read all of that. His name is Edward. Joel Rosario Jimenez, age 24, was sentenced after pleading guilty Thursday to third-degree deletion in the February 2021 deaths of 22-year-old Jonathan. Why am I watching the tattoo? Oh, my God. Let me scroll up. Uh, 22-year-old Jonathan Martinez and 20-year-old Nicolette Law. These are 20-year-olds. Official said Martinez, the child's father, had arrived with his three-year-old child in law. In law. His new girlfriend. So you guys can't have kids and not within three years, one parent extracts the kid. Y'all break up after three years. I think you guys are, dude, you guys are miserable people. You can't make it three years. Raising a kid. You can't put the kid as a priority. You're putting your happiness as a priority. You guys are sad, bro. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Three-year-old. And y'all already fighting. 
Mr. Jimenez and whatnot. Wait a minute. It says right here, um, Rosario Jimenez drove a Toyota SUV to the store with the child's mother. This is the stepdad, I'm assuming, and two other people. An argument began in the defendant shot law. Then Jimenez, before fleeing, prosecutors say, law was pronounced deleted that night, and Martinez died just over a week later. Rosario Jimenez was arrested a few days later, and the handgun was found. Let me just say this. This is how sad you guys are, um, three-year-old. Do you realize that for 15 years, I'm going to tell you how clueless you people are that overlook stuff like this, that if you get in this situation, you guys leave these guys out here on their own. They're going to have to do custody exchanges for 15 years. Who wants to live life like that, bro? Who has children to work in these blended families and these co-parentings for 15 years of custody exchanges, bro? <laughs> this is America's family raising system. This is what we call successful rearing, child rearing. This is what people call, well, you know, just pay the money, pay your child support. That sounds miserable. I didn't even do 15 years of custody exchanges. All right. My kids, but it was close. It was like something like 12. It's going to end up being something like 12. 15 years. And this is what people consider. This is what they want you to roll the dice against. Ah, come on, man. It's just, this is normal. Uh, let's go ahead and say uh, this one right here. Attorneys see rise in child custody disputes during holidays. Counselors offer advice on how to safely navigate child custody exchanges. <laughs> what the fuck? Look at this sister. Sister, you've been on my mind. Shreveport, Louisiana. At least two men have lost their lives in this month as a result of disputes involving child custody. This has got to be bigger than game banging. Shreveport police. Shout out to Shreveport. Confirmed that Monday, November 29th, that a father died after being wounded when a child custody exchange escalated in a shootout. <laughs> the legacy of your Children, your legacy is in the hands of American women. Outside of the Shreveport gas station the previous night, he had multiple gunshot wounds, including at least one in the lower abdomen. All right, let me just say this. Let's just say the mothers were dying in this situation. I'm just going to say this because it sounds like most of the time the dad's going nuts and they having a shootout at the OK Corral. Let's just say... Every time the mom showed up in these stories, the mom got deleted. One time, the teenage girl got deleted. Let's just say the mom showed up. Every time they had a custody exchange, the moms were getting deleted. I guarantee you, overnight, they would be marching in the streets. <laughs> they would be like, it's dangerous for women in custody. They would be removing custody from men left and right. They would never allow a man to exchange custody unless unless a damn therapist or a police or somebody was involved. There would be somebody said they there. Yeah, JV. They would have a task force on the safety of mothers on custody exchanges. They'd be marching in the streets. They'd be blowing up, throwing um Gord Soros bricks through windows. But when men are out here shooting each other out 
or being gaslighted by women probably most of the time. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> here it is right here. And it's it was uh, November 16th when 23-year-old Jamal Alexander Norris died after being shot at least twice in the upper body on the 2900 block of Peach Street. Detectives learned that Norris and his ex-girlfriend were arguing over child custody when her father allegedly shot Norris. <laughs> now they didn't simply force the father. Man, okay, so let's just say this. Authorities have since arrested 55-year-old James Kelly Stubblefield on second-degree deletion. All right, so the simple force her father came in. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. I know people are leaving the stream. Hear me out. You have a daughter. You men actually managed to raise your daughter and be in your daughter's lives, which is damn near impossible. Then your daughter go out there in the street, procreate with Jamal, and now you shoot Jamal and go to prison. <laughs> what? <laughs> you make it to your 50s. Oh, shit. I didn't get divorced. I got me a beautiful family. I got a daughter. She will. She's not a stripper. She gets pregnant by a damn thug, and then you gotta shoot the thug, and then you go to prison, bro. I can't. You cannot make this stuff up. You know the rest of the world on this opinion right here. Crickets. So what? No big deal. This is not. There's no problem. It's. It's not gonna happen to you. So. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Do we got more? Of course we do. Let me see here. Oh, we got, uh, okay. Now nah, we ain't got any more. That's, that's the last of it. That's the last of it. Anyway, be careful out there, gentlemen. Let me do the last of the contributions, and then that'll be it. Y'all can have the rest of y'all day, right? The rest of the day off. Shout out to, uh, who is this in here? He says, help me stay away from my ex, because that head was A1. I'm still supposed to talk about that. Do not go back to an ex. I will come back to that, Maro. We'll call you Maro. We'll, we'll, we'll get your head on straight. All right. We'll call you uh, John Z. Z. All right. He says, thanks, coach. You are a gem for black men. Appreciate you guys. A lot of you guys think I'm an Uncle Tom shuffling Uncle Tom, but I got y'all's back more than some of y'all, you know, brother. Them brothers ain't got your back. I got your back because I will keep you guys, you know, I will keep you guys accountable. But them, you know, brother, and we got to do this and we got to do that. Them shuffling brothers. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Any brother that call other brothers Uncle Toms are suspect. Them brothers right there are the them the them the brothers that's gonna lead you astray. Shout out to who is in here, Jay Milton. I busted three nuts for thirteen hundred. He says, "Sugar baby, I flew her in." Is this the one? Oh, you flew her in. Okay, so you got her three times. Listen, man. Hey, do what? Hey, listen. I got money. I never get involved with a man and his money. Shout out to uh Rob. He says, "Can you show? Can you, oh, this was from yesterday. Sorry." Dr. Seuss, reform ninja watcher. You are appreciated. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. All right. You know, brother, and what we got to do, brother. All right. Them dudes right there, never trust them. I've been here for 46 years on this planet. Them men have done zero. 
zero work, and they are always caping behind your back for single black women, single mothers. I'm letting you know, and they love white women on the side. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. The brothers that call dudes, they spend all days talking to Uncle Tom, they love pink toes. The dudes that are always telling this brother, this brother, that, and what we need to do, brother, when they get around single mothers, when they get around black women, oh, you are a princess, you the queen. They never, ever keep them in check. They be stabbing you in the back. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Listen, brother, and, and watch out for that Uncle Tom over there. He a shuffler, Uncle Tom. They got you looking over there. And then when they get with a single mother, oh, you, you're a princess warrior. You're a princess warrior. You're a beautiful queen. You're the mystic magic beauty of the world. Without you, you're the mother of society. <laughs> you're the backbone of the community. 100%. I'm letting y'all brothers know. I'll be putting y'all up on game. All right. They be marrying 49-year-old single mamas. While you trying to keep the hood in check and the community in check, and you like, all right, the brother said this. You'd be like, brother, 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 how you make it get down? They out there with pink toes on the internet. They secretly in love with them. <laughs> they the biggest fakers on planet Earth. All right. And y'all put in, since the 1970s, y'all put in a good 40 years believing these guys. Do not believe them. They are the biggest liars. They, they the biggest panhandler liars out here. They don't do nothing. What have they done in 40 years? What? Call other men out? Simp? Yeah, they got Kaylee Prime. They be like, <laughs> all right. They got Kaylee Prime all in their history. But the reason why they don't have a Kaylee is because they can't. They live in Philadelphia where they can't bring no Kaylee around. They get caught or they get caught around a Kaylee in Philadelphia in St. Louis. They can't bring one around. So they got to talk all that. You are you the mother earth. Secretly, they want to go somewhere. <laughs> He says they they are not part of the Snow Bunny fraternity. What did they call it? What did Dr. Umar call it? Snow Bunny. Uh, I can't remember what he called it. Snow Bunny season or something. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm letting y'all know the truth. And what they really can't do is they really can't understand. Like in their in their part of the world, they can't ever go to the white neighborhoods. <laughs> And they can't wear their hat. They can't go. Where's the scene in that movie where the guy comes in? Oh, I found my princess. And he has that old, ugly white woman. All right. Demetrius says, oh, I got I got you, brother. All right. So I got to catch up with who's at the top. We got like seven more. So hang tight. We'll get through it. Uh, Alfred says BWs and WMs are the lowest hanging fruit when together BWs are easy and WMs are the majority, it's harder to find quality BMs. That's interesting perspective. Yeah, I could go in more on that one, but we're kind of at the end of the show. I would love to explore that a little bit more um, and see how we can patch that up. There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there. Harold says, nah, coach, that story is brand new. Shaking my head is two minutes. He, wow, what, what story is brand new? He says, death by sin, teachable moment. That video is a new story. So I did read one that I might have said that was a little bit older and it was it was recent. 
So be careful out there. And guys, never let a person say how despicable a baby, like you get with a woman, she has a kid and she says, oh, the baby daddy's a jerk. He's a deadbeat. He's this, he was abusive. Never hate that guy right off the rip. And the natural reaction for most guys is to hate the guy right off the rip. And then you get worked up and then you shoot the guy or you do something dangerous and you want to beat him up. And then you go to jail. You lose your freedom on a death by simp. Most of the time you'll find out she's lying about the dad. She's lying. It, it is what it is. Many times if she's truthful, it tells you about her selection process. If you procreate with that woman, she already gave you the playbook of what she's going to do to you. William says, this is uh, so you can get a better mic uh, for when you speak for all the good things that women have to offer. If I can, I'd like to offer a couple more. Number one. <laughs> and here we go. I know I need to work on my microphone. Ladies, I have some. Hey, ladies, if you guys want some to hear the good things um, after the stream, I am holding a fried chicken and biscuit eating competition in the back watermelon will be there if you guys want me to do an amarion we can eat watermelon um the the price of entry it's not going to cost you a dime because i know you don't have money you don't need to spend money on these things the cost of entry is a pretty fee pictures of your own <laughs> you gotta have feet pictures and they better be pictures of your real feet you can get in. <laughs> we got to have it here, ladies. You know they're going to show up. You, you know they're going to be like, food? I'm here for that. Just show me pretty feet and you in. And we can have a private conversation one-on-one. I'll be your private dancer. A dancer for feet pictures. Do what you want me to do. Time limit, 30 minutes per meeting, and I'm going to need a halftime after two rounds. I'm going to need, so the first two women, you know, after that, I need a rest. I'm 45 years old, 46, so maybe about 24 hours, you know, I don't know. <laughs> All right, anyway, I need a rest in between. I'm not young. Uh, Christopher Beatty says, Coach, stop rim shaming. You can rent a townhouse in downtown OKC for $1,700. Land is still cheap. The airport is decent and plenty of roads to stretch that Porsche out. $1,700, man. Boy, oh boy. I'm not rent shaming. I just think, you know, I've been lived in places where it's that low. But congratulations, brother. Oklahoma City, uh, I imagine I would get probably five miles down the road on the, on the interstate. I've been through the interstate there. I believe that's interstate. Um, It's not, it's not 70, is it? No, no, no. It's, no, what's, what's the interstate of that? Anyway, I've been down this interstate because I left there and I went through all through St. Louis and went through Oklahoma City. I was going to Albuquerque um, and I was coming from the East Coast. So um, it's not 70, 70 is up higher. Maybe it's 80. I can't remember. But anyway, I imagine I'd get five miles down the road and I'd be wiped out by a tornado. True or false, Christopher? There'll be a tornado that will whip that up in no time flat. It's Interstate 35. Yeah, it's Interstate 35. Shout out to Interstate 35, Oklahoma City. Every time I go through Oklahoma City, soon as I drive, I pass through and the sun's out. Then I go five miles down the road and the clouds come in and it's thick and there's black clouds. Then it starts raining cats and dogs. 
and then definitely a damn twister coming through there if I drive in the middle of the summer. I'm like, what in the hell? It's Interstate 40, is it? It's going east to west, so it's a zero. It should be a Interstate 4-0, no? If it goes east to west, the interstate ends in a zero. If it goes north to south, the interstate ends in a five. What is it? Damn tornadoes. How many tornadoes happen? <laughs> How many tornadoes happen in in Oklahoma City per week in the summer? I can't live there. <laughs> East to West is an even number, and it would end in a zero, right? So 95 South runs north to south. Or 95 north from 95 south. It goes up and down. If it's a east to west, it's going to be a zero at the end. Interstate 80 goes east to west. Interstate Interstate 10 goes east to west. Um, Interstate 70 goes east to west. So I was going east-west. So I'm going to say it's Interstate 40. Interstate 304. God damn. Shout out to the summer. Summertime, man. But I love. I love Oklahoma City. I got love for y'all. Stop, man. Don't. Don't. Don't don't play me like that. I'll come to OKC, Tornado Alley. I've been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was windy. It was like <sighs> windy for no damn reason. I was holding on to the door. I was like, don't let me fly away. Shout out to AD Austin. These girls are going to have a hard time explaining their work history in a few years. Yeah, what were you doing? I actually know a woman who was a full-time sugar baby. And she said she made X amount of dollars a month. I don't know if she was lying or not, but she couldn't get an apartment complex or she couldn't get an apartment because she could not explain her income. And she was like, well, I got these cash apps. <laughs> they was like, what do you do for a living? Where are we at here? We're almost done. But yeah, what did you do for it between the ages of 24 and 30? Tierra Mac bragged about having her degrees, but her salary as a senator is only $16,000 a year and no per diem. Game over. That's when she tried to say, well, I'm only a part-time state senator and I have another life. A lot of people that have degrees, they actually shortchange themselves economically, right? Because they end up trying to get in jobs where everybody else Shout out to Norman B. He put Tierra Mac on blast. 16,000. Well, you can see by her apartment that she didn't make a lot of money. All right. She didn't, she didn't, she wasn't in a good situation, but you know, most 28 year olds aren't. All right. Last two Chairman Mo, co parenting, no fault divorce, the family courts, and all that stuff have been devastating for education and school teachers. How can school teachers teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, et cetera, when the kids are so messed up? Coach, give everybody the game over sound. Yes. Game over. By the way, man, public schools, consider private school, consider um, homeschooling your kids because your kids are going to school with 30 plus students in classes, especially if you're in a big city, 30 plus 55, 55 minute teaching hour. The teacher takes um, attendance and has to discipline kids, knuckleheads. And 90 percent of kids go to public school. So there's your legacy. And if you get a divorce or a custody situation and your kids are in school or before they reach school, let me just tell you what you took off the table. Your decision-making process on how to educate your kid. Okay, I'm just giving you guys real game. 
So if you break up with your girl, we read the story. Uh, you had a baby. The kid was three years old. You as a father no longer can tell her how you want your kids educated. It's over. You have no, your legacy has gone. So if, let's just say, if you want to move away, she's going to say, well, I'm keeping my kid. You moved away. You lost, which is illegal. You can actually penalize her for doing that. You don't lose custody for moving away. Uh, baby mama terrorists are ignorant with that. But they'll say, well, you left, so you don't get no custody. You can drag her to court if your kids are young and just hit her over the head with some double dose of reality. If your kids are older, don't even waste your time. Um, but if your kid is now three or four, and then you say, you say, I want my kids to go to this school. She can just argue it. I don't want my kids to go there. And then she could just move to another county. Odds are you're not going to track the kid down and bring her back. You're just going to be like, my baby mama left with my kid. So you're screwed. So now your kid is going to be subjected to free education because your baby mama thinks it's, it's a babysitting service. And she's going to use the public school as a babysitting service. And either she's going to work a retail job or work a, a, a job that's not very good. Put your kid in after school daycare, fornicate, whatever she's going to do in the middle of the day while your kid's at being indoctrinated. She's just using the public school as a babysitting service. When you say, well, I pay for my kid to go to private school. When you say, I want to homeschool my kid. You no longer have that option to put that on the table. If you're, if you're in a blended family, you can no longer do that. Okay. And yeah, the kid's probably in special education too, because she'll nominate that kid for special education to get, you know, some sort of accolades. Oh, he has ADHD and he needs this and that. Put him on a little bus. And then one more thing. If you have a blended family, let's say you have a kid and you guys split, which is very common, then they go to a blended family, which is very common. You no longer can say, well, in that household, you can no longer dictate my kids going to private school, but your other kids go to public school. Right? Because now the father or the new mother is going to say, wait a minute. if." How am I going to send this kid to private school and those kids to public school? Or how am I going to homeschool this school, these kids, and make these kids go to public school? They're going to want you to pay for all of their kids to homeschool or private school. You can no longer, the decision's out. Again, the legacy, your legacy is in the hand of modern women in their mindset. If they want to blow up the family, no fault divorce, they're not happy, they want to get a new man, they want to be in these streets. It's off the table. If you want to argue it, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars to make this argument work. I'm telling you, you guys got to know the dirty details behind this. And it's a messed up game. Shout out to, I want to say five hat. He says, I had a stripper in the rotation. It amazed me how many dudes she was involved with trying to knock her up. Thinking that that's a big win, do still think that this is the way. Give them the buzzer. Oh, knocking up a stripper. Well, one thing you guys got to do, whether you're dealing with ladies of the night, whether you're dealing with, um, whether you're dealing with uh, straggles, whether you're dealing with junior college, you cannot knock these girls up. I mean, I'm just letting you know. If you knock her up, just go ahead and chalk up a, a L for yourself and that kid. Stop knock, knocking up strippers. Why? Why, why, why? So anyway, two hours and 30 minutes later, I hope we learned something. So shout out to the coach gang.
Shout out to Tierra Mack, the senator. Shout out to all the married women watching me. Where are yeah. you? Yes, indeed. Boy, I love the cackles at the end. Shout out to Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. All right, and shout out to the coach gang, and we're out of here. We'll be back. Uh, we should be doing a show on do not go back to your ex. We're going to save you brothers out here. Don't save them. They don't want to be saved. We out of here.